Rookie mistakes, man. Rookie mistakes. Uh, I came in firing, too. That was a really good introduction that you all missed because uh, I had my mic muted. Uh, it was really, really good. I'll throw two reallys in there. Um, anyways, this is <laughs> the Adventure 3 in the Candlekeep Mysteries, the Book of the Raven. Here we go. Let's get into some housekeeping stuff. We are Featherfall Tabletop. We have a few sponsors that you can find linked here in the chat in just a second. You can find links down below. One of those is going to be Found Familiar Coffee. Um, no time more than right now am I like... I'm leaning on the coffee uh, to get through my day. It's Today was a Monday, and that coffee was there to cradle me through. And uh, if you want to save a little bit of money on that coffee, check out that link down below in the chat. Found familiar coffee. Use code FEATHERFALL at checkout. Save yourself 10%. Next on the list would be Skull Splitter Dice. Check them out. Longtime sponsor. Been with us almost since the beginning. Um, and I appreciate them for that. Uh, you can use code FEATHERFALL at checkout at Skull Splitter Dice to save yourself 10%. Best metal dice in the business. Um, check them out. They also have subscription boxes. They have mystery boxes. They have uh, tons of stuff. Go check them out. They have skulls of their enemies that you can store your dice in. All that good stuff is there at Skull Splitter Dice. Finally... Roll20. Roll20.net. This is how we roll. They are, we are in their spotlight program. They have gifted us this module. Uh, so we thank them for that. Uh, Roll20.net. This is how we roll. Like 9 billion users now or something like that. I can't keep track. It's just, uh, it's like exponential climb. Uh, click your token first. Uh, that is, that's a Featherfall exclusive tagline. Uh, thanks to cranky old mage. <laughs> roll20. Click your token first. Uh, and that's a reminder to all the players tonight. When we go into initiative, click your token first. Okay. This is, like I said, Book of the Raven, adventure for number three in Candlekeep Mysteries. And uh, London brought up the timing here. Uh, this is a Chris Perkins uh, written adventure, and it pairs very well with Van Richten's Guide to Everything. I can't remember what it is. It Van Richten's Guide to... Ravenloft. 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 <laughs> you know, uh, I just lost, you know, you lost me at Van Richten. Um, or you had me at Van Richten. You didn't lose me. Ooh. I was all in with Van Richten. Um, but yeah, so they, they very well tied together. So um, yeah, that's just, you know, fun facts. Fun facts here. All right, let's get into it. Um, we're going to introduce players. We'll go around the horn. They'll introduce uh, some of them are most of them are playing players, playing characters that you have seen before. Uh, Jack is the the new character in the bunch, so uh, we'll we won't start with Jack. We'll leave we'll leave that one for last. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna start with like I do with cranky old mage. Uh, Me? No. <laughs> yeah, oh. go, go ahead. Tell us uh, where to find you on the internets and uh, the character you're playing. I am cranky old mage. You can find me on Twitter at cranky old mage. Uh, tonight I'm playing Dressover Morningstar, who is a dragonborn clockwork soul sorcerer. He's the nerdy book type who, who who tries to guide his friends in the right direction. All right, Cranky, thanks for being here again. Uh, let's move in my Discord. We're going to move down to uh, McMastodon. Uh, go ahead and tell us where we can find you on the internet and uh, who you're playing tonight. Hey, I'm McMastodon. I am on Twitter as McMastodon. Um, and I am playing Brent. He's coming back from the first Candlekeep mystery. He... 
ran into a cat, and he's afraid of cats. So he <laughs> went back to his monastery, did some training. Now he's level three. He's he's ready to come back out. The party promised him there were no cats last time, so he's got he's got his fingers crossed. That is oh, correct. Oh oh. <laughs> All right, so let's go. We'll head over to Tim. Timus, Timus, Tim, tell us. There we go. Uh, where we can find you on the internet and the character you'll be playing. Yes, hello. I'm Tim. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Say Yes to the Zest. Um, today I will be once again playing Dynamo, the Warforged Blood Hunter. Uh, he's taking an active approach at protecting those around him. Awesome. Um, I'll say it again best Twitter handle. In all of Twitter. <laughs> all right, that, that leads us up to London. Tell us uh, where we can find you and the character you'll be playing. Yeah, sure. Uh, I am London. I am on the internet by my real name. Imagine that. Uh, my Twitter <laughs> is Dwayne Butcher. Uh, so you can find me on that. It's all Memphis Grizzlies all the time right now with the playoffs. So don't you know? Don't don't look if you get bored with that. Uh, I am like uh, Brent and. Uh, Coming back from the first campaign, uh, playing a half-elf bard named Flavin, who is, you know, an idiot. But we're happy to be here. <laughs> Don't sell yourself short. <laughs> Thank you, London, for being back. All right. Uh, that leads us to Jack. Uh, tell us where we can find you on the internet and a little bit about your character. Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter uh, under my name, uh, Holiday Jacks, and I will be playing the Sorcerer of Two Souls. I'm a fire genasi. Uh, sorcerer. Yeah. So get ready for me to be talking to myself a lot. <laughs> All right. Uh, Jack, good to have you. Um, almost didn't happen, good but, to be here. but you're here and, and we're happy for that. Um, I'm getting a London is a tad quiet. So I'll, I'm going to, I'm going to boost London's volume. I got you. Don't worry. I had you down on my end. Must've been loud last time. Uh, and cranky old mage has redeemed a, a reroll. So Whoever feels like they need to uh, Actually, another sh another shot. No, that's specifically for our newbie. Oh, holiday! You have a reroll, uh, so there you go. Uh, you feel free to use that whenever. Uh, use it two seconds to the campaign. All right, <laughs> derailed. Um, so a little t tease here for uh, channel news. Uh, we got we got a cool announcement coming up on Wednesday in our descent to Avernus campaign. Um, something cool for some channel engagement. Um, so just be prepared for that. I was told I can only tease it. I can't tell you what it is. So, you know, you got to listen to the boss man and, uh, I'm getting engaged on Wednesday. <laughs> so, uh, that look forward to that on Wednesday, which we should talk about what's coming up on the channel. Wednesday is our descent into a Vernus game. I am finally back. I've missed three sessions. I think, um, Things are calming down on my end where I can get back into it. So I will be back. That'll be episode 22. Um, I, I heard it was a cliffhanger. My character uh, had something happen to him. And now we have to deal with the repercussions. Thursday, we will have a Terminator RPG one-shot. Uh, I will be the director for that. They call it the director in that system. Uh, and we'll have some, uh, some people playing in that one on Thursday. And then we have some, uh, yeah, and then some other things. But that's as far as I can remember right now. But anyways, let's get started. We are eight minutes into the stream. We need to get some gameplay happening. <laughs> so, Candlekeep Crew, you have all kind of gotten some notoriety 
um, around Candlekeep for one reason or another. Some of you for your past adventures, some of you uh, for some of the research you're doing, some of the, you know, just being um, present in Candlekeep. And there are a few people who have caught your, you have caught their eye and their ear, and they have a special task for you. There are um, part of the avowed, which you know are the people that come and, and will bring you the books because you don't actually get access to the libraries themselves, that you check them out and they, you have to keep them on, on premises. Some of the avowed are, are at that level, but then you know there's a level above them called the great readers, and they're, they're kind of you know the, the decision makers at Candlekeep. And, and two of them in particular, Silvira Sil and as, <laughs> I practiced this name 100 times, as, as Irang. Azirang, Silvira and Azirang have uh, kind of a special task for all of you that uh, you are you are already in the journey, but we're getting a little build up here. They have brought to you the Book of the Raven, and you can see that this book is very. Uh, it is not made by professional, not professionally bound. Uh, the pages are very um, of low quality. Um, they are already kind of wrinkled and yellowed. The cover is actually two pieces of. Uh, uh, of wood that have peck marks all over it. And as you've taken some time and looked through the Book of the Raven, you can you see it's about this, the Vistani and kind of their daily dealings and how they, uh, you know, they live life. But that's not what these uh, great readers have brought to your attention. There was a map tucked in the back of this. And after a little bit of research from the great readers, they have figured out that this is a map to a um, a shadow crossing to the shadow fell and knowing that this could be of great value and use they have decided that they want to gain control of this and they have tasked you all with that of finding this gate the shadow crossing and securing it um, so you have the map in your possession you know, it's it's a day two or three out of Candlekeep, and you've already gone that far. You have entered. You're now on the map itself, um, and I guess I'll jump over, and we can show our our uh, our audience what we're looking at here. So we're going to jump over to the battle map. There we go. Um, you are looking at this map. It's a pretty cool map. Pretty cool. Uh, but anyways, you you have started your journey up in the uh, corner where it says which way. <laughs> Um, and you've noticed this is a, this is an old town, um, very rundown, no inhabitants. Everything's kind of overgrown. Fences are dilapidated. Houses are cr crumbling in. Uh, nobody is actually there. You do see remnants of a great battle of some sort. Um, uh, but all any sign of life has long been decayed. You make your way out of that town and through, through some forests, uh, a couple landmarks that you can definitely see that were on the map. The one, three tree hill, not one tree hill. That's a different show. Uh, three tree hill. You could see in the great distance, uh, the hand and the horn, uh, this rock uh, <laughs> uh, kind of monolith way out in the distance. But you cross the wooden bridge, make it past the scorch of the red worm, no red worm in sight, and you make it to Chalet Brantifax which you have been told somewhere in the vicinity of Chalet uh, Brantifax is this shadow crossing. So with that being said, we're going to move you over to the other map. 
We were only on that one for a brief moment. So bring you here. You should see some revealed areas. Um, hopefully that is the case. Uh, Featherfall Tabletop has redeemed a, a give advantage to a player. Not redeemed very often at that 3,000 channel point mark, but uh, it is there for somebody. Uh, whoever needs it, they say. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, and, you know, they're commenting about Twitch metrics. <laughs> says we're at three viewers, but there's 15 people chatting. Um, you know, refresh, maybe. You know, sometimes that helps. Twitch, Twitch is Twitching. Twitching. Yeah, I don't know that Twitch is, like, how they, like, the algorithm that counts the people. It's yeah. so weird. It's always uh, we, we're just going to have fun without it. All right. Here. So oh, as yeah. <laughs> if you want to go ahead and bring your tokens out and put them somewhere up here in this revealed um, area, that would be. Yeah, there we go. That's you. You know, the business. So Chalet Brantifax, it, it's standing atop a high hill overlooking this far shrouded scrubland. Uh, brick walls, sturdy wooden doors, uh, rusty iron hinges and fittings. Um, but you could tell the elements have not been kind, much like uh, the town of Witchway. Uh, the elements have not been kind to this. It looks like upkeep has been um, non-existent uh, for the most part. Um, you do hear, as you all are approaching... You do hear the sound of breaking glass kind of in the distance um, of this uh, of the chalet at the very, very top floor. You can hear just and then a little shatter of glass just barely at the edge of all of your hearing. And I'm sure that was just the wind knocking over an old lantern. Well, then I think we can leave this place alone. Um, where's the <laughs> where's the way out of here that way? Yes. Mm hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. If we go the opposite way, we'll do a good job securing this portal. Exactly. No, Lucy, we can't leave just yet. Fine. So, uh, who's going to be the first one in the, you know, very inviting house? You. Me? No, 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 no. I, uh, I, uh, I, <laughs> it's a little, little, little kind of like a throat thing. I can't go in first. Easy. Dust easy. is everywhere. It's, it's, it's okay. We'll send the big guy in first, right, Brent? Uh, yeah, I can go in first. Perhaps a perimeter check is in order. Brent, if you go left, I shall take the right. And I'll stay here. And I'll form the head. <laughs> uh, okay, so as you kind of uh, split the party, rule number one right. of uh, great D&D &D players, is you see, you're getting a better look of the, the house itself. You can see that it's roughly three stories tall uh and three stories tall and that again you could see up in the top or, or here that kind of some of that crinkling glass a little bit more as as there might be some some footsteps upon it um I'm gonna stay here and wait for the screens yeah uh brent as you get closer uh towards this bottom i'll just reveal all this you see a uh, a graveyard. That's kind of the the landmark outside of this house that's sticking out to you. Um, seven foot tall wrought iron fence encloses a small graveyard south of the chalet. Set into the north side of the enclosure is a gate with the name Brantifax worked into the arch above it. 
In the yard are four graves, each marked with an engraved headstone. Do we want to check out this graveyard? Do we want to knock on the front door? The Flavin kind of approaches the graveyard. He's like, well, I kind of like graveyards. So he just kind of walks in. Okay. All right. I like it. Um, as you get closer <laughs> to that gate, you hear um, behind you in in the, the corner of the house, inside the house, you hear the <laughs> snorting hog sounding like it's it's like in the loo loose in that house right behind you at this corner here. Oh, have these graves been uh, ransacked or rummaged through or anything? If we can hear the hog, have they, have they been in the graveyard? <laughs> the graves themselves are not. They are in, you know, in their set condition. Um, but elef elements, not elephants, elements have eroded the lettering on the headstones. Uh, so you can't really make out... Um, what they say from where you're at at the edge of the um of the graveyard you'd have to step in and, and maybe do a little check oh heck yeah uh terry terror billy jean thank you for the bits uh much appreciated i'm, I'm going south here to join everybody okay y'all hear the pig inside <laughs> yeah you you all definitely heard it um and and as you heard it you kind of heard it like hitting something hard and then some crashing of, of dishes. So do we want pulled pork or <laughs> bacon or a ham for dinner? Yes, we want all of those things. That's <laughs> all three. The whole hog. The whole hog. <laughs> so, um, Flavin, as you uh, come in there and you, you see that the northernmost uh, tombstone says Baron Brantifax, husband, father, hunter, and then in quotes, let no man stand above another. And, you know, as I say that, I read it, <laughs> go over as I'm standing above his grave. It's a little messed up. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And I'm like, uh, maybe I should step back. What about the second one? Yeah, Brent, as you're further in a little bit and kind of in between two of them, the second one down uh, reads Brorn, singularly. Uh, Hound of Brantifax, faithful to the end. Hound? Hound, yep, yeah, like the faithful man's best oh. friend. Yeah. That's and then the one, the one next to you, uh, Brent, on the bottom says, Haluth, our pride and joy lost too soon. And then what about the last one? Last one is Sylphine, beloved daughter. May she find peace at last. But no one or anything like that that's been, it's just been here, it's aged, right? For a long time. Yeah, yeah. Nothing has been defiled. Nothing has, uh, um, it's just kind of been here for a while. So Flavin looks at the group and he's like, you know, I'm not too sure about going in this house where this whole hog action is. Do we want to dig up these graves? I heard that's what people do. Wait, you would rather dig up graves than go into a house with a pig in it? I'm just trying to stall for time. That's what Flavin says, as he knows that we have to go into the house in a minute with a pig. So Brent doesn't like cats and Flavin doesn't like pigs. <laughs> the next adventure is going to be Old McDonald's Farm. <laughs> you see him just open the door. Why don't you open the door, Clary? And it's your job. Fine, whatever. <laughs> as you're having as you're having that conversation and moving closer back towards the house 
you hear <laughs> coming from the third floor uh, where that that uh, cracking crashing glass was. I'm gonna look at the group. I'm opening the door, and I'm gonna open the door. Just swing it open. All right, I'm right behind you. I love it. Uh, yeah. So, carry <laughs> anyway. As you open this door and step inside, housekeeping. <laughs> you see, um, this room. A rusty and iron, rusty iron hooks line the walls of this entrance for for ye. Hanging from two of these hooks are a shovel and a rake. A dusty cloak is draped over a hook next to a round-topped door in the south wall. So there are two doors, one heading south, one heading west. Well, and you are afraid of opening a door. See, doors open to nothing. Stop being played. The doors do open to nothing, and if we do want to revisit the whole digging up the graves, we have this nice new shiny shovel to do that. You know, we're going to have to talk about you and digging up graves. I don't want to be digging up any graves. Yeah, me neither. That sounds like work. I've changed my mind. <laughs> Quite frankly, I'm surprised something didn't pop out on the grave on its own, given our luck on these adventures. <laughs> I say we find this pig. Right. Try to which which doorway? Into it. Which doorway has the pig sounds coming from? That's uh, you you would know the the southern door. All right, south it is. Can we go open the door? Ah, oh, once again, empty room. See, Lucian See, can't be afraid of all doors. Um, Shut up, Clarion. <laughs> that is my one critique of these maps: is they they don't furnish them. Uh, they're very you know. Uh, so I'll do that for you yeah. with my storytelling. <laughs> <laughs> the centerpiece of this parlor is a gold inlaid low table, kind of right where uh, <laughs> Lucian is standing. <laughs> um, then? Around which a handful of overstuffed chairs and sofas are neatly arranged. Other furniture includes a cabinet full of glass decanters, wine goblets, and a six-foot-tall gilded harp standing in the northwest corner. A staircase in the northeast corner ascends to the second floor, and several dusty sheets lie in a small heap nearby. All right, well, I laid down on the couch because I've been walking for four days, and I'm tired. And the dust comes up from the couch. But no signs of hog. And no damage to any of the interior, like nothing's been knocked over. No damage that, right? uh, whatsoever. You said there was a gilded uh, table. Uh, yes, a gilded harp kind of in this uh, top left corner. Uh, six foot tall, very, it's it's of immaculate make. Um, you can tell it's worth quite a bit. Um, and somebody took care and time into crafting it. That'll be worth a pretty penny. We'll strap it to Flavin's back. I'm into it. It's already on my back. I've already got my rope out. <laughs> so, this... Uh, are we here to kill the pig or capture the pig? Depends on how mean... It's the gate, right? We're here to find the gate. Yeah, right? Right. Oh. The, the pig is incidental. <laughs> oh, okay. That's right. like... friend we meet along the way. <laughs> So, so nothing in these rooms that we've been in so far is is disarray. It, no, it's not trashed by animals as far no, as we've seen so far. Right. Okay, because it sounds like there's some chaos going on in here, but we haven't seen any evidence of it yet. Not, not as yet. 
I mean, it's an old house. Somehow this pig wandered in. I mean, that's all we know so far. A pig that opens doors, it's even more terrifying. And he goes upstairs without knocking over tables. I mean, they are relatively intelligent. That's true. And also very delicious. Even a pig knows that hardy game of pigs. As you're having this conversation and coming (laughs) underneath the door next to you, uh, Clarion Lucian, you hear the cries of a man. Uh, and it's it's not like sobbing, crying. It's a man who's dying. Okay. I turn to the party. Okay. Either the pig just turned into a man or the pig is eating the man. Which one would you guys rather want? Regardless, he needs our help. Let's, yeah, let's help him. Yeah, Clarence, you can't be so insensitive. Well, uh, I'll walk inside. And you see a um, set of steps that go down. Oh, I'm not going to that basement. Yeah, rather dark at the end of those stairs. Um, that's, that's where the cries cry were coming from. I will, yeah. I will, I will pull out my spear, and on the tip, I will cast light on the spear. Would you like okay. me to go first? Uh, no, I'm already here. I might as well throw myself into danger. <laughs> Clarion, wait, no, let them go for what? That is going to bring you over to the cellar map. Okay. Uh, so the stairway kind of uh, bends down, bends around, and, and turns a corner. Um, the cold, damp air in this oddly shaped cellar, you um, you kind of lose track of where it may head. Like it goes around a corner there, so it, it's not it's not following the pattern of what would seem like the outside of the building, right? It's not a, a match. But it's very cold and damp. Um, Eight-foot-high wooden ceiling with flagstone floor. The walls are made of rough-mortared bricks. Thick cobwebs cover crates, barrels, old furniture stacked against the north wall. The south, to the south, which uh, you can't see yet. So, yeah, you see kind of like a storage cellar room. Um, Barrels, crates, old furniture kind of stacked up against that upper northern wall. Are we still hearing the cries? You do not. You do not. Uh-oh. Uh, Dynamo will call out, Sir, are you okay? And at that, you do hear, in, in around that corner, you do hear, it's more muffled now, um, but you do hear that same cry. Clarion, I want to leave. Well, no one listens to you. Let's go. What's the worst that could happen? Even follows him in. What is the worst that could happen? A horrible death. Man, this basement is a lot bigger than I expected. Maybe we should have dug up those graves. That's what Flavin is saying to himself. It's creepy. We can dig up the graves later. You do see a pair of wooden doors. The one closest to you is closed. The one at the end of the hall is open. By any chance, is there like a a trail of blood leading down the road, or is it clean in here? Uh, you can give me a investigation check or perception, uh, depending on how how intent you uh, want to look for that. Expected. I'll let you decide. This is the ground. What it is that we're seeing? What? First roll of the night. All right. First roll. 
Oh, that's pretty good. 16. Um, you you don't see any disturbances in any of... Uh, it is flagstone floor, but there is enough dust in there that you can look back to in where you have come from. You can see your footsteps, but you don't see any leading towards that door. Okay. Well, at least it's on, at least whatever's happened here isn't making a mess. Yeah, he's a ghost that can fly, and he just happens to be hurt. Maybe we need to help him, like Donimo says. Ah. Um, yeah, I'll move over towards the open door and try to... Yeah, as you take a step closer, you can feel as much as a Warforged can feel uh, <laughs> a pressure change. Uh, and you hear this the faintest of whisper, and right now only you can hear this, uh, Dynamo. I can't get out. I can't get out. But the door is open. Why can't you leave? He just says that out loud. Who are you I talking thought, to? Yeah, and I thought we were the only who talked to each other. Yeah, what's up with this? That was a hard uh, Dynamo essay. will he'll move to open up the door more and uh, try to get inside this room. Okay. You see a the only feature in the center of this room, a damp, cold, circular room. Uh, this four-foot diameter well in the middle of the floor. Next to this shaft sits a wooden bucket fastened to a coiled length of rope. The bottom of the shaft is veiled in darkness. From its depths, a whispering voice says, Brorn, where are you, boy? Oh, this looks like a dead end. Let's go a different way. <laughs> and was that this, the, the name of one of the gravestones? Is that correct? Yeah, that was the, the faithful... Um, that was the hound. dog, right? Yeah, the dog. The hound. Um, hound dog. of Brantifax, faithful to the end. Uh, you would recognize that name. Well, Flavin looks over the group and he says, you know, every time I see a rope descending into a dark well, it's like, of course we have to go down there. That's just the thing that you do. I don't think that's... Oh. oh, I don't like this at all. Okay. <laughs> and then Flavin says, I will volunteer to go down as well. This sounds like fun. <laughs> I mean... Good luck, buddy. We'll that miss could you. be where the portal is. We are here to secure this portal. And then I take the harp that's strapped to my back and I put it onto the to the ground so I can go down this well. Wang. Yeah, with a thud, some of the, <laughs> some of the strings on the harp. Uh, I can't harp sounds. Insert harp sounds here. Uh, right. <laughs> and as you're like leaning over, you see it does go beyond your vision. Um, how are, how are you wanting to go down this well? Well, normally I would go down head first, but that doesn't seem to be the appropriate thing in a, in a creepy dark well. Uh, so Flavin looks over the group and says, maybe I should just go feet first and just descend down this. My good man, Brent, he wants you to hold this rope and I will uh, see what happens. Before are you sure about this? You, sure, you, I'm sure. Why not? We got to make safe the gate and there's got to be a gate at the end of this well. Before you do, there, um, Flavin. Uh, I'm gonna give you that protection from good and evil. <laughs> Can we throw a light down or something first? I got um, three copper that says he doesn't come back. <laughs> Question Are you're, you betting you're yourself? You're on. <laughs> Are you betting yourself? Um, yes, <laughs> of course. Is there is there any stones on the ground? 
there are not. There are there are other pieces of furniture, uh, you know, crates, barrels, that kind of thing. But no, no loose stones. Okay, in that case, I will I will like stick my spear in a crate and just like break a slat off. Okay, and yeah. then you're able to do that well enough. Cast the light on on the on the end of this thing. Perfect. I mean, we someone probably has torches, but I'm doing light on yeah. a stick. I'll hand. Do you want me to drop it down here, Flavin, or do you want to carry this? Go ahead and drop it and see what happens. I drop my light up stick right. The glow stick, right? Yeah. The water. Uh, yeah, you see it just illuminating the sides of this uh, this well, 10 feet in diameter. As it's just falling, 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 60, 70 feet. And you can kind of see this this floating slat with this light beam of light on top of it sitting there floating in the pool. Like a look at the group says, hmm, maybe I don't want to go down to the 70-foot well that doesn't seem to have an end with no ledge. Yeah, we'd have to tie two ropes together because I think our ropes are only 50. Well, there's a rope here, right? With a bucket? Yeah. Yeah. Why don't we just use... Why doesn't oh, yeah. someone just hold the bucket as they go down? You... It, is it, it, it good? It's, it's a very old house, and I don't know how much dry rot would have gotten to this <laughs> rope and bucket. You did notice kind of rough brick wall that has some handholds that that could do um handholds footholds that might aid in in that uh dissension well flavin's gonna say he's got this wonderful beautiful spell that uh drax has put on him he, he's gonna be protected from anything that could possibly happen in this crazy world, <laughs> world we're in as well so he is just going to do it all right uh yeah so climbing down uh, give me a strength check. Athletics check, rather. A five, because I'm so amazing and sure-footed. There is advantage in the Ooh. chat. <laughs> Should I use the advantage already on the second roll of the game? I'm giving you... If you don't, I get six copper. <laughs> that is right. true. So I just that's a win. Won a bet. So let's go ahead and do this again, I, then. I'll leave it up to you. It is water at the bottom, isn't it? Yeah, sure. I mean, you can swim. <laughs> yeah, right, fine. right. Let's go. We'll keep you, it. You, yeah, can, this is all right. you can swim, right? Okay. <laughs> we'll find out if I can swim. So you, you, you kind of straddle the the wall and, and find a foothold, get down to where now you're just your hands are like hanging down and you're lowering yourself down. And that first, that second foothold that you, you think you see and, and feel crumbles out from underneath you and you start to fall facing the wall just kind of uh, scratching along the way and you fall that 60 70 feet uh you're going to take one point of uh we'll call it bludgeoning damage as you hit that water uh <laughs> kind of as uh ungraceful as you possibly could and you fall underneath into the water and you can see that that floating slat above you kind of swirling around in the ripples that you have created um you hit the bottom, about 10 feet of water, and you sit upon uh, the bottom of this well. And so do, what, what do I see? Is there anything that I can see down there? Is the uh, torch, you know, rave light that I have now uh, is it illuminating down there? Um, give me a perception check as you are down underwater. That light's good for an hour. You could probably take Maybe it with you. Dead. Ooh, deuce, deuce. Yeah, that's uh, that's a natural 20, folks, in the chat. 
Uh, you know what to do, right? We got those fancy, uh, fancy emotes. Flavin was meant to be at the bottom of a well. I'm just yeah, saying that's all. Uh, you're home. <laughs> um, you do see something floating, not floating, but resting on the bottom of the silty kind of um, uh, well. You see um, a golden chain with a with a locket. Uh, it's called a cameo. I had to like. I didn't know that was other than like you know somebody making a guest role on something you know like. But it's actually well, a, a cameo is actually there. You, a you a carving it. of the side of the face. Okay. Of the person. That's you usually it. what a cameo is. It. Favor Flav at the bottom of this well. <laughs> Just as big alarm clock. But you do you do see that golden chain down there. Well, of course I pick up a golden chain. Yeah. So, so he's underwater. Is, yeah, he is. He's he, down ten feet underwater. Yeah. Is he stuck in the mud? Why? Why isn't he floating back up? <laughs> That's not how whales work. Yeah. Well, I hope that it's only been a couple of seconds that I've descended. Uh, yeah, right. yeah, it was it was relatively and quick. Then... And you can hold your breath in minutes equal to your constitution yeah. modifier. Yeah, so okay. you're not oh, wow. in any... With a minimum of being in one minute. Uh, can I, like, look over and see, like, down into the well? Yeah, you can you can see it, and you can see that uh, that slat that it has light cast upon it floating there and kind of, you know, moving, bobbing back and Are forth. Are you dead? And so, you know, Flavin comes down, he sees the gold chain, he picks up the gold chain, and he makes his way to swim up, you know, a couple of feet, you know, so he can get uh, his head above the water. Yeah. And you, Very grateful, you, like Michael Phelps. Yeah, you you breach the water. And you see you see uh, uh, Clarion and Lucian looking down at you. Yeah, I, I, I just waved my this gold chain, chain like, I found a gold chain. Great. Are there any cats down there? <laughs> There are no cats. There's no dead, weird uncle dude. There's no gates. But there oh, is yeah. a gold change. Okay. Is there anybody whispering to you? I don't know. I didn't ask. But no, I didn't hear it. It's just water. But nothing happened with the chain when I had, when I picked it up or touched it or anything like that. Like, I would All right. Say, no. Would be no tentacles grabbing you, pulling you down? Nope. There doesn't seem to be anything else at the bottom of this well other than this chain. Are you stuck and unable to get out? I don't appear so. So as I do that, as he says that, I try to climb back up. All right. Uh, yeah, give me another athletics check. This is going to be so much better. This is going to be I'm better. Because so mm -hmm. you're soaking wet. Yep. Soaking wet. <laughs> <laughs> exactly the same. Uh, five. <laughs> um, okay. You are not meant uh -huh. to uh, gracefully navigate this well. You, again, same thing. You're kind of looking at footholds, handholds, getting up, and they start... Every one you grab just starts crumbling within your grasp. You kind of you splash back down. I'm gonna grab a rope. We got a bucket with a rope on it, right? We can throw that down. Yeah, lower the bucket. Who's the who's the muscular guy who can crank this? I'll do it. I'll crank it down. By the way, Brent, I was reading the other day. There was a cat who learned how to open doors. God. All right, bring it back up. I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you lower it down. There's, you know, from the top of the water, there's, you know, no, that doesn't make sense. This rope would reach the bottom, right? It's made for the well. So this bucket's yep. coming down. And, uh, yeah, you, you see it in front of you, Flavin, hanging above you. 
Yeah, and so what Flavin does, he puts the gold chain uh, around his neck and he straddles the bucket and the rope like Miley Cyrus and a wrecking ball. Flavin Flav. Flavin Flav. Or as Terra Billy Jean in chat says, Flava Wave. When you fell, you created a Flava Wave. Um, <laughs> so we need some athletics checks again. I will say. Flavin, you have advantage because you're not you're not climbing, you're just hanging on. Brent, you, you need to give one for the pole. Athletics checks. Flavin, please roll two fives. <laughs> I will <laughs> definitely roll two fives. There you go. Hey, that's there we go. Oh, yeah. there you go. Yeah, much better. You're able to kind of like sit on the bucket and, you know, uh hang on to it like a wrecking ball, like you said. And and Brent, yeah, you're able to just muscle that thing up. And you're rising, 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 uh, and eventually you are out of the well. And I only take one point of damage from all that, man. You know this is and amazing, guys. At that point, I'm t I am tapping Clarion on the shoulder with my silvery blue Dragonborn Talon, and then going. Oh yeah. I hand it's him three silver, and my <laughs> left hand to my right hand, I hand also three uh, three copper. Copper, silver, whatever. <laughs> three was three copper. copper. I will take there the three copper. I take six. Well, I lose three, but hand three to my other hand. This is getting confusing. <laughs> and then now that I'm back up uh, the top of the well and seeing the joy on you know, Drax's face and winning all this money, I look at him and held this cameo up and say, have you ever read anything about this in a book or anything? Do we know what this is? It looks like it's a necklace. And as you're now getting a better look at it, uh, you do see uh, the outline, tiny portrait of a of a woman. No, no recognition of who it might be. Was there yeah. a lady's name on one of the graves? Uh, there was. was. Maybe, maybe Haluth. There was Haluth, our pride and joy lost too soon. There was Sylphine, beloved daughter. May she find peace at last. I, I'm guessing it was probably one of them. This is one of them. So during this whole activity, um, all the chaos that I'm causing, you know, in this well, so, you know, there's been no other cries that we can hear from this uh, nope. weird, weird cry. Where's the pig? Yeah, no pig. <laughs> no no pig. pig juice down there. Probably in another room. The, the ghost muck. pig. The ghost pig that speaks English. <laughs> That's not at all creepy. No man, what is it? Animal Farm? What's in this door? Uh, yeah, this door is you, as you try to open it, it is uh, closed and stuck. Uh, the it, kind of a swollen, the wood has uh, swollen and, and kind of uh, given too much friction there. It would take a little, little oof to get that open. Oh, that sounds like a job right. for a minotaur. We can move. Oh, of course, we have a minotaur. Never mind. Not moving anywhere, I guess. I'll step back here so you can, like, start at the wall. And... Oh, yeah. You know what? I'm going to go right around this corner. So when that door explodes for some reason. <laughs> I'm playing a very yeah. exciting song on the harp to, like, pump you up. You know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm your hype man with this harp. <laughs> yeah, All right. You're... So I come at it with my horns. All right. Are you doing a charge or are you? Are you? Uh, is this a standing push? You uh, have 10, ten feet punch. there if you want to charge. 
I'd, yeah, I'd I'll give, do a I'll do a charge. Yeah, I'd give you advantage if you do the charge. So yeah, go ahead and give me a yeah. strength check with advantage, uh, to to push open the door. Come on and slam. <laughs> uh, how do I do a strength check? Uh, you just click just the strength. strength. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Ooh, you needed oh. that advantage. That's a seven. Go ahead and roll it one more time. Yeah, that's better. Here that's a fifteen. Go. <laughs> so yeah, you kind of you you get your running start and, and get your shoulder into it, and it kind of nudges, holds for a second, but then bursts open, and you you do go flying in, um, and you see in this room a cold windowless room containing a pair of wooden framed beds, and you actually hit one of those beds and just shatter this frame, and splintered woods wood goes flying everywhere. An old rug mounted on the east wall between the beds is a wooden shelf supporting a pair of candlesticks. The candles on them are unlit. This looks to be um, something of like a uh, sleeping quarters. Are you okay? I want to respect a locked door. Thank goodness. <laughs> it wasn't locked. It was stuck. I'm helping out the owner. Unsticking their door. <laughs> the owners are dead. I think. Oh, but uh yeah nothing nothing else catching your eye in this room um okay should we go back upstairs i believe we should clarion lead the way all right whatever whatever that brings back you upstairs with the pig to here oh. uh dynamo before he heads back up will just think to himself are you still there trying to communicate yeah yeah that. uh you hear you hear like a, a faint like whistle Bjorn where are you boy it's time to go strange the love of an old man and his dog we all wore brown pants into this right <laughs> <laughs> not hard out water brown yeah, yeah. Uh -oh. That's the right. only other place to go is the next door. Going back around. Okay. Oh, and the staircase. There's a oh, staircase going true. up. Yep. Or Let's hear do... me out, you guys. So we can leave. Pig. Good <laughs> thought, Clarion. Can let's leave. let's do this one floor at a time. Yeah. Because there there there's allegedly a pig here somewhere. As I run my finger over the tip of my spear. And lick, lick my dragonborn snout. Directly above you, Clarion and uh, Brent, you're kind of right there. You <laughs> you hear some creaking and shifting of the floorboards right above you, and then you hear and it pauses for a second, and then. Like something's being dragged across the floor. Aaron, do you hear that? Yes, Lucian. Everyone hears that. I'm afraid to look up because I'm afraid there's people on the ceiling. If I'll, if I look up, it's just a, it's just an empty ceiling, right? Yeah, and you can see some of those floorboards above you, like kind of depress a little bit, push down, a little bit of dust particles falling down. I think there's someone upstairs. Or there's something. 
the stat chain the group is like do we just go ahead and go upstairs or do you want to go ahead and clear out this room since we're here I mean we might as well figure out what's making that sound yeah I'm kind of with Clarion here that we need to you know if it's not a pig and it's somebody else we don't want them sneaking up on us Concerning that we have heard many Big half man. Right. Sir Bacon. I have dubbed him <laughs> Sir Bacon. Sir Kevin Bacon, we're coming to save you. So are you going and up? Slavin wants to go ahead and just go first, you know, with his wet self, you know, kind of going up the stairs. <laughs> he, he, he just heard what right. Donald says. Like, we got these voices everywhere. We haven't found anything yet. So he's like, there's going to be nothing up here. All right. Yeah, that brings you over to uh, to the right there on your map. Ping you. There you go. And you see the stairs come up to a landing and then uh, a quick left at the top of the stairs. Which would be where the uh, action was or the activity that we heard below us. Yeah. The scene the aliens are like, they're only 10 meters away. What do you mean? That means they're inside <laughs> the room. And yeah, you see a hallway that uh, dead in, or uh, turns again. And then he, look, you know, Flavin looks back at Brent and said, Brent, man, this is a perfect opportunity for you to take the lead. That's his, you know, Flavin's confidence maybe kind of wanes a little bit you know, going up these stairs. All right. I go around the corner. You see a long hallway. A couple doors uh, down uh, past this little other hallway that connects there. Um, at the end of the hallway are two twin girls. <laughs> Come and play. <laughs> Okay, are there like, can I check the floor for like scratch marks and, and stuff? Yeah, give me a, a perception check. Ooh, nothing. Yeah, you see, you see what looks to be like some, uh, a few drag marks uh, heading heading down the hallway. All right, well, let's, um, we'll be on our left. Let's check out this, I'm going to check out this door on the left. Okay. That's where we heard the sounds coming from, it seemed like. Yeah. Uh, and Dynamo, uh, Flavin, Clarion, as you're walking down the hall, you can tell there are no drag marks. Uh, it, it is like the grain of the wood that looks like it could have been. But uh, Brent, you miss you miss saw. <laughs> All right. Okay. So as you open this door, Brent, you see some stairs that go up into a kind of a raised room a little bit. And you can see the railing there. Um, against the west wall stands a handsome roll-top desk, north of which two leather-padded armchairs uh, face a fireplace carved with images of wolves and stags. Draped over each chair is a wolfskin. A narrow spiral staircase choked with cobwebs winds up the east wall. Yeah, this family <laughs> loves stairs. So there's a little I'm spiral staircase going up, them. and this looks to be like a study room. So yeah, Flavin takes one of the wolf skins that's on the on the chair, drapes it over his uh, shoulders, kind of dry off a little bit. You know, he's still a little damp. You know, from this well activity. Right. Hanging off the harp to dry. Yeah, <laughs> hanging off the harp to dry. You know, now he's got this hunchback. What's everyone else doing? Uh, I'm gonna check out this fireplace, see if it looks suspicious. Okay, give me I'm, follow, a, I'm still following the scratch marks that <laughs> lead you right to the fireplace. Uh, give, yeah, give me another perception check as you're you're checking that out. And I'll give him inspiration, uh, bardic inspiration, to do that. 
if that's allowed, if that's possible. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. You, you might just add a d6 uh, to that 1d6. Yeah, so go ahead and roll another d6, Brent. Roll perception again? No, just to add a, you get to add a d6 to this. If you want, you don't have to right, use we'll your gonna... inspiration right. yet. All right, I'll just roll it. Analog. Yeah. I rolled a six. Oh, nice. That brings you up to 15. Um, the fireplace looks un... Uh, it's used, but it's been, like, a long time. Like, there are no... There's no warm coals coming out of it. No no life. There are some cobwebs as you kind of peek your head up into the, the chimney itself. Um, but as you walked past that desk, um, that kind of caught your eye. There are... Uh, it is a roll-top desk. It does have a lock on it. Um... But other than that, the old uh, the fireplace coming up cold. Puppies. All right, so uh, do I try to open the desk and it's and it's locked? Uh, you can see phys- You can see a physical lock on it. So you assume anybody pick a lock? Um, use your horns. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, it's part of my body, man. It's not, it's not a lockpicking tool. Well, I guess it is not. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I, I have some uh, cobbler tools, I believe. Maybe I can uh, try to go. jimmy the lock open with some shoes. Okay. With some, uh, with some stuff. <laughs> uh, if you want well, to try, if, you definitely can. If you damage your shoes trying to kick the lock open, he can fix your shoes. I would imagine you have like a leather awl in there, you know, that's lockpick like. Full speed yeah. at anything locked. Chat's calling for you to just like run right into it, so <laughs> Alright, maybe I'll just take a swing with my horns in. <laughs> that didn't work, so I'm just taking a nice big swing. <laughs> are are you attacking right at that lock? Are you attacking it with your horn? Yes. All right, give me... <laughs> Please get a natural 20 on the Yeah, give me an attack yes. roll. Give me an attack roll. Please roll a 20. Uh, I mean, it's an inanimate desk that could be a mimic. I, it, I, I rolled a 13. Okay. Do I get... I get what? Plus? 20. <laughs> plus your strength for your... Oh, uh, there it is. It's plus four, so... Nice. 17. 17. Yeah, you definitely hit, and you you catch near the lock itself. Go ahead and give me a damage roll. Oh, I think it's a D6 perfect. plus your strength, or it could be a D8. I can't remember for the, the horn I... damage. Oh, there it is. Oh, my, my, well, yeah, no, it's D4 plus 2, I guess. Oh, no, I clicked the wrong thing. <laughs> Deflect- wow, we really want this lock to be Deflect open. Deflect missiles, so huh? Horns, there it is. Oh, you know what? I just thought of a way to make this easier for him, but it's too late. <laughs> too late. He's already, like, speared in under the lock, and as you bring your head up and pull on it, uh, you 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 bust out the whole locking mech- mechanism, uh, but the roll top is still, for the most part, down, but you can you could easily just pick it up. Uh, and Chad is being really inappropriate. No, I'm kidding. Uh Guess the die, the damage die, depends on how horny he is. Uh, and you're only making it worse, Robo, by saying I meant like the girth of the horn. You, yeah, just ban, <laughs> ban yourself. 
this is off the rails all right just so, want to point out that didn't come that from did, me that's yeah we expect that from cranky but not robo uh, <laughs> so brent you're able to uh kind of tear out a big chunk of the roll top desk and inside it as you from what you can see you can see that it has the basic wares of a of a of a desk some pens some papers uh, a couple other little knickknacks uh if you'd like to open and and look closer you're more than welcome to yeah see if the paper is given the information yeah and so as you try to roll up the desk it does kind of catch it it got knocked off its track a little bit but you're able to kind of you know uh get it up there uh well enough you see a set of calligraphers supplies there is a leather covered journal with a stylized wolf's head on the front cover um those are the two biggest things. You do see some other, like, little notepad and some other just little knickknacks, paperweight, letter opener. Well, I grab the journal, open yep. it up. Uh, you see uh, very uh, delicate handwriting here. You can see written on the uh, the inside, uh, to Lady Brantifax. Lady on the grave. Are you going to spend time to look through it, or uh, how do you want to handle that? Yeah, I'll, I'll read through okay. it. What's uh, what's everyone else doing as as Brent is now sitting by the fire? Uh, Find me that. <laughs> yeah, I'm in, gonna, uh, Sorry, in, in this room, like a portrait. Did you say that? Uh, against the west wall is that roll top desk. The North paintings. Are, yeah, there are uh, two leather padded armchairs facing the fireplace. Uh, and those chairs are carved with wolves and stags. Uh, draped over each chair was a wolf skin. A narrow spiral staircase uh, choked with cobwebs in the east wall. So no no portraits. Trying to look and see if my little necklace is in an image somewhere that looks familiar. Yeah, not not in this room. I'm not finding anything. Uh, Dynamo will move towards the spiral staircase okay. and pause at the base um, to see if he can hear any noises coming from further up the staircase. Okay. Yeah, give me a uh, perception check. Oh, yes. Ooh. It's not 20. Perceives mm-hmm. um, um, the universe. <laughs> uh, you do hear with that some shuffling, not, not like heavy footsteps they're very light like your your sensors your warforged sensors are are picking up those the lightest of steps and shuffling um but dead quiet other than that i see what's in this hallway right in front of me i'll say uh you want to see what's down that hallway yeah the spooky hallway it's a hooded uh, figure holding a scythe. <laughs> you see an, an uh, another set of doors to your right, and you see another sterile spy, s- spiral stair, sterile spy case. A sterile spy case. That is a, a hook for. That's oh, no. actually a hook for another adventure I'm I'm working on. A sterile spice <laughs> case. Jeez Louise, <laughs> what's wrong with me? <laughs> the case of the sterile spy case. You see a spiral no. staircase at the no. end. <laughs> Leave no trace on the spiral staircase. Okay, what's in this room next to the sterile spy spiral staircase spiraling somewhere? Uh, let's let's reveal that. Uh, this bedroom hasn't been disturbed in years like much of the rest of the house. 
there's thick dust and cobwebs covering everything. Um, you see a narrow bed. It, it's got musty smell, like moldy mattress and, and, and linens. Uh, elegantly carved, carved headboard, though. Uh, you see a dresser, a nightstand, there's a coat rack, a padded armchair, an oval mirror hangs on the wall next to the door. Okay. What about in this room here? I don't, I think this is a room. Yeah. Yeah. You see, it's almost the mirror image of the other room. Same, hasn't been disturbed. Same furnishings. Okay. Uh, who is the who just like walked into the the hallway? That's Flavin. Uh, Flavin. Flavin. Well, I we I we yeah whatever. Us. Uh, <laughs> they uh, found no. another staircase or a staircase, but I haven't found anyone that was making the dragging sound, and I'm kind of okay with that. <laughs> and then you know Flavin tells uh, Clary, so I think the dynamo keeps hearing some stuff on the other staircase. Yet another staircase that we have on the other side of the house. Okay, wait. Um, when we were, this is out of the character. When we were on the outside of this building, how many floors did it look like it had? Uh, three. Okay, cool. Because I'm like, this is getting like a kind of like a Willy Wonka chocolate factory <laughs> feel. Like we're just going. All right. So should we go up? Let's go up that spiral stick. See where that spiral staircase leads. Okay. Uh, we'll cut over to Brent as you're you're uh, thumbing through that journal. You pick up a few things. You this is the the writings and not ramblings, but the thoughts of uh, Lady Brantifax. Um, she talks a lot about her family. One, uh, Baron Brantifax being an avid hunter. He would often invite guests to the chalet to hunt with him. Um, and she really admired his generous nature and like his, his lust for life in that, in that avenue of his life. Um, she also gets into... His love for his trusty Mastiff, uh, Brorn, Brorn, B-R-O-R-N. Um, and he, he loved that dog as much as his wife and children. Um, but she did dislike that he f would feed it scraps at the table. Like that was, that was a habit she was trying to break him of. Um, but after that, it, it turns, uh, into a little different mindset and, understanding she a lot of entries on just isolation and being lonely at the chalet um she much preferred uh the trappings of civilized life like this was too uh rural for her um and there is some entries about their two daughters uh sylphine and haluth um and i'll do a, a content warning here uh, there is some some child stuff here. It, we'll we'll kind of gloss over some of it, and I'll, I'll do the best I can to uh, treat it with uh, with grace and understanding here. Um, Sylphine was the firstborn daughter and uh, was bedridden for mo all of her life. Um, she had some some physical uh, deformities upon her birth. Um, the Baroness was glad that they had this place that uh, Sylphine could uh, kind of be cared for and and kind of the the underside of that is be hidden from public due to her um, her deformities of birth. Um, 
A nursemaid was hired to watch over the, the child while the Baroness was away. Uh, a lot of um, there's a lot of time in between some entries as the Baroness would uh, kind of travel away, go back home, and then come back. Um, she describes Sylphine's death at the age of six as, as uh, merciful. And there's some indication that the Baroness had a hand in it. There's some weird kind of cryptic writing there that it wasn't uh, natural. She gets You get to some entries about Haluth, uh, the younger daughter of the Baron and Baroness. Um, kind of a tomboy, more like her father than her mother. Um, and she was slain on her ninth birthday. And it looks like from what the Baroness had, has written was she was killed by a wolf on a hunt on her ninth birthday. Um, she she makes it very clear she doesn't blame her husband for uh, Haluth's death, but neither does she kind of absolve him of any of that guilt. Um, she also goes on to say that both daughters were buried in the chalet's graveyard at the Baron's insistence. In her final journal entry, the Baroness speaks of evil whispers in the graveyard and makes plans to leave Chalet Brantifax, vowing never to return. And so, as Flavin hears this, I get, I'm sure Brent relays this to us, right? So he makes a note, it's like, well, I'm, I'm kind of glad we didn't dig up those graves. If they're singing and screaming, can be heard from the graves. That sounds, uh, ooh. I think that would give him more, more fuel to dig up the graves. Then I think about that for a second. Is that true? Would it give me more fuel? <laughs> we don't find this. Well, actually, I'll tell you what we'll do. It will give me more fuel. If we find this pig, kill the pig, then I will bury the pig in the graveyard. Wherever this pig may or may not be. Right, how pig. recent is the latest entry? Uh, it's well, years. Years from what you can tell. Uh, decades, really. It's been a while. Uh, and judging by the the state uh, of the house, it's been a long time. We're finished with this room. Uh, guys, y'all want to go ahead and go upstairs and find this murder death ghost pig? Maybe we can find uh, this voice that Dynamo keeps uh, hearing. Yes, let us press forward. Sir Bacon awaits. <laughs> and uh, Dynamo will start to slowly make his way up the, the spiral stairs. Okay. Now... Have we asked Dynamo what the voices are saying to him? I know I'm the last person who should ask someone about voices in their <laughs> head, but have we asked him who he? Yes. Good job, Clarion. Really, really helped him out there. Shut up, Lucian. I so haven't Dynamo, asked him. No, yeah, I don't know. I haven't. Dynamo, who are you? What are you hearing when the voice talks to you in your head? That's a sentence. Mostly, it is a, I believe, human male, referring to a Brorn. Oh, well, that's helpful. I guess it's the master of the house talking to his faithful dog, I guess? Perhaps. You get those little girl screams or voices or cries or murmurs. I have not heard anything of that kind. <laughs> Dean, can I roll to see if I, like feel any like arcana like magic in this place uh yeah you can uh definitely try that 
feel like we should have done that when we first got here. Like, oh, ghosts. That was our yeah. first misstep. <laughs> Alright, let me go back in the well, roll some checks. Yep. Um... So just a, a straight Arcana check, seeing if you're picking up any any weird uh, uh, vibes, picks and humbars in the uh, in the area around you. Nothing is is kind of uh, tingling your spider senses where you're at here, um, and we can kind of retcon some of that. Um, there was much like the journal stated, some mysterious feelings outside when you first got here, and maybe it was just because it was a new area you didn't quite pick up on it or you didn't pay attention to it um but there were some some weird feelings out there that i mean definitely pick we're up. here to find a portal to another dimension exactly there's gonna be I some keep forgetting that i keep of... forgetting it was that that the, pig the, the pig noise that is of. our <laughs> ultimate goal is to find this portal that is <laughs> our goal <laughs> i assume the pig is the portal yeah oh my god the, pig I mean, the portal pig the Portal pig. Um, it's like the pig from a black cauldron. The magic pig. It was black cauldron. Yeah, let's get to Chris Perkins and rewrites. Um, the pig needs to be the lead. <laughs> um, but yeah. Right. <laughs> so where are you, are you continuing up? Yes. Uh, Dynamo, yeah, so uh, I will uh, ping that for you. You make it to the top of what you, you know now is the third floor, and you are there's a door in front of you. Uh, not a whole lot of room to navigate around up here. Um, very, very uh, tight quarters. Yes, he will move up to the door and uh, see uh, if he can open it normally. Yeah, definitely you can with a little uh, twist of the handle and a little... Nudge with the shoulder. You definitely make it inside. Um, let's. Uh... Uh, one second here. There we go. Okay. Uh, this attic has a peaked roof that slopes down toward the east and west. Dust blankets everything in the room, including a stone hearth in the middle of the north wall. An oval mirror mounted above it and an oval rug on the floor against the west wall. Half hidden behind curtains and cobwebs is a bed sized for a young child, a rocking chair, a, self, a shelf lined with dolls, and a wash basin. A niche, 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 however you want to say that, to the south contains a small wooden cradle and a wooden playpen and a window box. Suspended above the playpen is a mobile made of colorfully painted fish on the ends of hooks. Yes, yeah, what you can tell to be the nursery. No pig. No. This is a window, right? Pig is a ghost too, man. <laughs> I'm convinced now. And and no shattered glass anywhere that we heard the glass when we came in, like broken glass. No. Well, well, we still have two other floors that we haven't quite explored fully. Oh my goodness, that's right. And and didn't you guys right, find another not... spiral staircase that you haven't been up yes. yet? At the other end, another... yeah. Yep. All right. Um, yeah, I don't know. Right. Anybody see yeah. anything interesting in here, or right, should we right. move on? Coming from uh, the the fireplace, <laughs> you hear oh, that <laughs> laughing <laughs> child again. Um, yeah, it's the joy of Christmas morning. The giggles, <laughs> no, but you do hear oh, no. some echoing uh, laughter, uh, very childlike, coming down. 
Okay. I am voting to leave. No, Lucium can't leave now just because the kid's laughing. Calm down. A ghost I mean, kid. it's probably a dead kid, yeah. So. Right. Um, so as... <laughs> I'm going to point to the oval carpet. Maybe we should look under that. You know, you know these eccentric rich people, they like to hide things in trapdoors under rugs. Wouldn't a trapdoor in the attic lead to the floor we just came from? <laughs> well, that might be like a secret hidey spot, you know, like ah, with, with a box full of jewels or something. I don't, I don't know. Like I said, eccentric rich people. You said there was an oval mirror, right? Yeah, there's a, a mirror hanging above the, the fireplace, like above the mantle. Oh, okay. That was like, um, like a, a standing mirror. No. Yeah, no, it's 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 attached to the uh, the stone fireplace. Oval rug on the floor. The west wall, half hidden behind curtains, is a bed sized for a young child. Rocking chair, a shelf lined with dolls, a wash basin. And then in the south, in that little alcove where Brent's at, is a small wooden cradle. And then a wooden playpen and a window box. Suspended above oh, the playpen is a mobile of colorfully painted fish. I am I am flipping over the rug. I okay. Yeah, you flip it over. Uh, you see a slightly less worn wood floor, but no, no, um, no hidden door, hidden no. doors or or yeah. traps or or anything. Yeah. Um, some some over. dust bunnies swept under the rug. Right. right. And so we all heard the voices from. The yeah, everybody in that room definitely heard that. All right. So Flavin kind of walks over there and he sticks his head into the fireplace and he screams, "Any dead kids down there?" You hear that laugh again, but it's like hundreds of feet in the distance. It feels like that this is tunnel that is just never ending, and it's way at the end of the tunnel. The, a tunnel that doesn't really exist, but it the sound it is That's emitting it feels like it is so far away and uh, the, kind of echoing a the long kid distance. ran away. Into the ether. Yeah. Well. Dynamo um, would like to make a point of trying to stand on the oval carpet and simultaneously look at the oval mirror. See if anything <laughs> comes of that. Two ovals. Um, yeah, so as you yeah do this and look, nothing happens. Mm. Uh, it might be awkward, kind of weird looking to everybody in the room <laughs> to see <laughs> standing in a particular spot looking in the direction, but uh, uh, no, no connections or anything. It looks at Dynamo and say, You think you look good? <laughs> the oldies are not connected. Unfortunate. Oh, what was the kid's name? Uh, Sylphine and Haluth. Where the two kids Sylphine, Haluth, are you here with us now? I'm just trying to do a ceremony and see if this works. Um, Give me a religion check. Oh, dear God, no. <laughs> uh, oddly enough. Wow. Nice. Wow. You, with that, you're kind of catching in, in like you're, you're seeing a split in the, in the reality that you are in and you do see the outline of a young child 
I mean, given how you've been behaving, the split in reality is probably not a shock. <laughs> yeah. Um, Hold on. It's not split in reality. It's a spit in mind. And as, but, uh... <laughs> as you're kind of like scanning the room, it, it catches your eye in the mirror. And as Dynamo, you're staring in the mirror. You don't see anything. But uh, Clarion, you do see just like in the distance of the mirror. It's almost like it's, it's uh, another dimension that you're able to kind of catch forward and you see this this girl standing there kind of head and shoulders drooped forward okay uh lucian uh well yeah um lucian you see that uh, yeah i see what you see cool so girl mirror girl mirror all right everyone not saying that there may be a creepy girl in the mirror but there may be a creepy girl in that mirror I did not see a creepy girl in the mirror. And as you say that, Dynamo, and uh, Lucian, you see that girl kind of rush forward, like skitters forward. And you see now Dynamo come to the edge of the mirror, not breaking the the plane of the glass. Please don't touch my toys. Leave everything as it is. Well, you heard her right here, folks. Uh, I think we should leave now. Uh, doors that way. And Lucian's going to scoot to the door. He's, is he the only one that sees her, or did we all see her? Uh, at that point, now everybody can see her. Uh, just Dynamo was the one directly staring there. But now as you hear the voice and everybody's attention is there, uh, you do see her standing in the mirror, in the glass, behind um, that the plane. Of glass. I will. I will. I will look at her and say, "It's okay, sweetheart. We're not here to really disturb your things. We're um, just leaving." Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Do, 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 do you happen to remember if there's a portal in the house that, like, your daddy may have talked about? I don't. I. I don't. I've never left this room okay. from what I can remember. This, this is the younger of the children, the six-year-old? Mm. Or is it hard to tell? It's it's hard to tell. Um, you're, you're not seeing any deformities in the, the, the gaucho figure of this, but with the idea of uh, never leaving the room uh, yeah, might lead you to believe it, it, is, it is selfie. Oh, oh, okay, honey. We're, we're, not, we're not going to disturb your toys or your dollies. We but, were looking for a portal to another world, right? Yes. We're currently talking to a child from another world. Or plane. Uh, yes. In a mirror. I can, right. I can leave the mirror and she... Excuse me? Steps and she crawls out of it and now like stands. Rings out no. of the mirror. Oh, God. Oh. And Lucia runs straight down the staircase. <laughs> Where's the other way? There you go. I'm going to be over here now. <laughs> Beeline. Lucy, don't you run, you coward! <laughs> I mean, I mean that's that's a cool trick. I, I love it. Um, and and really, if I mean, like, my legs are crossed because I'm trying not to pee myself. She's she's still there, right outside the mirror now. Right? Yeah, she's like standing now in front of the uh, the fireplace, looking at the shelf of the dolls, like, you know, and seeing Dynamo kind of over in that direction, just staring. Cloud that was. <laughs> Uh, Clarion's body, just like waving <laughs> by. I mean, I, 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 I'm not convinced this mirror 
does go is the one to the portal we're looking for because the portal is to the was oh. the shadow shard wasn't it or uh the, yeah a shadow a shadow crossing into the shadow yeah. fell a shadow fell mm. um winter fell and if um anybody wants to as you're now having this conversation about this crossing if you want to give me uh, I'll, I'll allow a history and arcana uh, we could we could argue religion. I have all those, but I have left the room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, history check. Arcana, yeah. No. Flagman and Dynamo did pretty good. Woo! Flavin and yeah. coming through. Um, so, uh, Flavin and Dynamo, you know that the gates and the crossings are typically bigger than what this mirror would provide. And you know that there is kind of um, an arcane feel about it, an eye about it, that you can you can see it and you can see the mists and the connection from this plane to the next that you wouldn't visibly see in this mirror, that it, it's not showing that this would be a valid uh, uh, option. Well, I have an idea. From downstairs, Lucian's going to shout up, ask her about the pig. Yeah, little girl, best friend girl. Do you know anything about pigs? Sometimes the ravens make weird sounds. Ravens. Excuse me? They yeah, they they live here with me. In in the mirror or in the house? No, in the here in the house. You're not going to and she looks at Dynamo. You're not going to touch my dolls, are you? No. I will not touch hey. your dolls. You talk kind of funny. I am programmed this way. That's the dead girl. <laughs> yeah, you talk funny as a dead girl. <laughs> um, yeah, they... She points uh, over in... Uh, this direction kind of through the wall they they mostly hang out over there on on the first floor or the second floor no they they share this floor with me oh the roof <laughs> no the the attic oh and you take us to where the ravens are I, I, I could. And you see her start to kind of float across, and she goes through this wall right here. She flows through the wall. It is uh, okay. I'm gonna go over to that wall where she floated through it <laughs> and look around. Like, is there a hidden door? Like, uh, yeah. As you're hand. you're kind of looking around and feeling, uh, no, nothing. Um, she turned turns around her head pops in as you're feeling around and kind of connects right in front of your face uh are you coming we, we <laughs> you're not touching my dolls no you? no 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 we can't go through the wall like you can well we have to take the take the other stairs doorways. take the other stairs the, down, down the, the, the other spiral stairs down the hallway yeah those ones okay okay we'll we'll meet we'll meet you there then Okay, and she okay. disappears back into the wall. 
Um, well, you heard the dead kid. <laughs> so the spiral staircase that uh, Clarion found. Uh, yeah, the on the, what you would imagine is the other end of the hallway. Those that spiral staircase she was talking about. Yep, the slippery spirals, spy staircase. <laughs> yeah, the the sterile. Whatever. Uh, yeah, spiral. Sarah, there we go. Yeah, yeah. The, the sterile <laughs> spy case. Oh, so are we leaving now? As everyone walks down. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, as Flavin was walking down the stairs and leaving that room, does the uh, the little girl look like the necklace that he's wearing? Uh, no, there there would be no resemblance there. Check that one off, then. Yeah, no. All right, Miranda. All right, y'all. Want me to go to the, the dead girl? The flavor's like, I go up to the dead girl. She's got some, she's got some other friends up there. Yeah, you guys go first. I'm going to hang back. Yeah, I'll go first. I'll go up too. Lucian, just go. stay here. I can't not stay. What do you mean stay here? I'm in your, never mind. Uh, Flavin, as you make your way up and you try the door, if you're trying the door. Are you trying the door? I'm trying the door, yeah. <laughs> it is a little stuck. Uh, again, that swollen uh, door frame in wood, but you're able to kind of put enough shoulder into it that you're able to pop it open. Um, and that brings you to... Wrong button. Come on. Room of dead girls. <laughs> dead ravens, um, dead girls. Brings you into this, uh, this attic room. Two gaping holes are the first thing that catch your eye in the ceiling, in the roof of this exposed attic. And that's kind of why uh, the wood, the door itself was swollen. Uh, the elements have been making its way in here. Shattered clay roof tiles, splinters of wood, dry leaves, bird droppings cover the floor, which has begun to rot in a number of places. The rafters are home to several birds' nests forming out of twigs and straw. Two wooden bed frames stand against the north wall. Built into the window box between them is a wooden storage trunk sealed with a rusty padlock. Other furnishings in the room include a pair of tall, narrow wardrobes. And as you're walking through here, you can hear the, the floor kind of creaking and groaning as uh, uh, elements have not been kind to this room. Hey, people live in this house. And uh, Brent say, hold on, maybe don't walk in here. So the floor is a little, a little suspect. Yeah, I'm going to hang back. But um, maybe with a big harp strapped to his back, he wasn't willing <laughs> to walk across this floor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it creaks. Uh, but you can tell it's gonna—it's going to hold your weight. Um, it's not in danger of falling completely through at the moment. Is there a door behind me? Is there yes, a door right here? There's a door directly oh. behind you. Yeah, I'm gonna open this door and see where this leads. It leads in more. Oh, there we go. You, you did say there was a chest in here with a rusty padlock. Yes, a rusty lock. Yeah, kind oh, of in, the... in between the the two beds in that little nook. To the north. Where's the Minotaur? Okay. Is luck <laughs> As you open this lower, uh, this lower door to this lower room, you can see again sky through the uh, large holes in the peaked roof. Uh, much of this area has fallen prey to the elements again, causing the objects stored here to rot. The room is filled with old chairs, tables, benches, hunting trophies, rolled-up rugs, a standing mirror, a similar unwanted and similar unwanted decor. This looks to be some kind of you know storage room. Uh, yeah. Leaning against the eastern wall are six flat rectangular objects wrapped in canvas sheets, framed pictures or mirrors, uh, one would venture to guess. Okay. Uh, I'm going to look at the mirror, the standing mirror. Um, 
What was the? I'm gonna look over to the guy in the room with me. What was the little girl's name again? I don't know. I can never remember. <laughs> Sylphie. Sylphie. Sylphie, are you in the mirror this time? Nothing. If she comes out of the wall behind me, I'm going to jump out the roof. Nothing. No response. There any sounds of ravens in these rooms? Do we hear ravens? Yeah, you can give me a perception check if you'd like. 20. Ooh, a 20. It's gotten quiet from what Dynamo picked up earlier. Seems like if there is anything, they've settled. Um, but nothing in this room. And Flavin, as you're kind of standing uh, underneath that hole uh, in the ceiling, behind you, you see Selfine's head pop out. <laughs> I forgot. You can't get to this room from here. You have to. You have to crawl up through the hole in the floor on the other floor. There's another floor with another staircase that we have to get to? There's no staircase that you have to fly into here or climb. Okay. Uh, what? <laughs> that. Okay. Uh, and floor. She's she's peeking her head out right there in this little corner of the room. We're, she's up we're, at the top of the corner. We're, we're in here, though. <laughs> but we're in the wrong dimension? Is that what she's telling us? No. There's, I you think she's saying the hole in the roof is what she's saying. This yes. outline that that's the hole in the roof. Yeah, that that dotted line is a hole in the roof. Uh, she is behind you, uh, Flavin, with her head peeking out of that wall. That's kind of that forty-five degree angle there in the corner. Um, having mistaken the uh, the layout of the house, um, and from what you remember, walking around the outside, those of you that. Uh, surveyed the area there is kind of a uh, a tower in that corner that she would be uh you know in right now these people oh i see down, down by the graveyard tower? yeah yeah you can make out um as you guys were in the graveyard and walking around you can see there's a tower attached to the house and it doesn't seem to have an entrance from this point before from, i join the floor. others i want to take my spear and See if I can pop the lock off the chest because okay. I want to see if there's any information in the chest. Right, we have um, a miniature with built-in uh, lock picks. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, give me a dexterity check as you're sticking your spear in there, uh, Draz. Sorry, my dog is like attacking me off screen. <laughs> uh, a whole six. A whole six. You're able to get Man, the spear in, roll. but you're not getting any wiggle uh, in that that lock. It, it seems close. But uh, that that the rust hasn't quite eaten through yet. All right. In that case, I'm going to pull the spear out. I'm going to look at it with narrowed eyes, a little perturbed. Make sure no one's looking. And... <laughs> Firebolt! <laughs> uh, yeah, Firebolt. <laughs> Firebolt's able to and, and, and crack it off of there uh, easy enough uh, and opens the, uh, the trunk. Are you, you taking oh. a look inside, I would presume, right? Yes, yes. Um, yeah. Um, you see some hunting paraphernalia in here. There is a suit of finely made uh, studded leather armor for uh, that. If you, if you hold it up, you can see it's got kind of a, a portly uh, adult human. 
Um, there's a leather helm, a heavy crossbow, a wooden encase with a monogram BB on it, uh, two hunting traps. Okay, so hunting equipment, nothing. Yeah, yeah okay. I'll just leave it there. Okay. I, I will inform the others. I found some leather armor in case anybody wants some. Upgrade. Oh, I mean, fantastic. Kind of a like big human size, but, you know. And then I'll join the others in the room. Yeah. And just a reminder, in this uh, lower room, there is the, uh, the the big thing would be the draped um, frames. Yeah, and so of course Flavin goes over there and pulls the drapes <laughs> off of those things. Yeah, just all, all dust, of them. dust flying everywhere. Yeah, uh, thinking maybe he could use it. As one a, of us, one of them yeah. is a broom that comes to life yeah, and attacks yeah. <laughs> Paybacks. Um, <laughs> so one, <laughs> one is a painting depicting three deer gazing on a hilltop, backlit by the dawn. Another shows a gray mastiff with a, a dead duck in its mouth. A third depicts an armored nice. human knight on a hippogriff. Both shown in profile. The knight's shield bears the holy symbol of Torm, um, which those of you that know or care, that's a god of courage and self-sacrifice. Uh, the fourth painting is a portrait of uh, the Baron, you could probably make out, seated on a chair. He's got his gray mastiff sleeping at his feet and his wife standing by his side. Uh, Brantifax is depicted as a stout, well-dressed man in his... Uh, 50s with bags under his eyes. The Baroness is shown as a tall, thin woman in her 50s. One of her hands rests gently on the Baron's shoulder, while the other grasps a small bouquet of roses. Uh, it expertly captures the noble's aristocratic bearing and the genuine love they bore for each other. And Flavin, you can see um, similarities between this painting and your the charm on your your that necklace you found well, we finally found it would it be okay if i take my dog out real quick yeah go for it perfect and so is the girl's little head her head still in the corner there you know kind of waiting uh, to figure out what's them to do she has disappeared at this point seeing you seeing you mess around and take your time so what do you think guys what do we do from 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 what I understood, it, it I'm pointing to the hole in the ceiling. It's up and out. So do we go downstairs and try to uh, go through the find the tower to get up here, or do you want me to take these claws and some rope and you know try to figure out a way to climb up the wall or ram the wall? That's what they say up in chat. <laughs> it seems the tower could be an easier way to ascend. Yeah, she specifically said climb in or fly in. Well, since I can't fly, I've already went down a well. I don't want to go up. A, you know, who knows what's happening. So just fastly, as fast as we can, go to the tower. Stay outside. Go downstairs, find the tower. Okay. About, can we try this? Is this a door here? Uh, there is not a door there. There's another one down that hallway. Alright. Yep, there's I'm one try there. This door. Do you now? Alright. Wait, what did you guys decide? We're going outside to look at the tower? Well, I'm gonna try to working our way up from the get inside. to the tower. Oh maybe there'd be an entrance uh, through one of these no. uh 
rooms here to the tower. Mm -hmm. So Brent, as you walk into this room, you see a spacious bedroom. Walls decorated with wainscoting and rusty oil lamps. A four-post bed stands against the south wall. Its bedposts are carved to look like stags and wolves. Opposite the bed is a stone hearth with a black marble mantle that has a pair of elk antlers mounted above it. A bare, dust-covered writing desk is set against the wall. Well, set against the west wall under a pair of tall windows flanked by burgundy drapes. Other furnishings include a tall wardrobe in the northeast corner and an empty dog kennel in the southeast corner. All right, this isn't the access to the tower. Let's... You do notice, like, less dust in this one, like a collection. There is, uh, you can tell the bed has been used. It, it, it is not dusty at all. Uh, there are some on, like, the furnishings, but the bed itself is not, has been used. That's interesting. Is there some kind of check that we can, you know... It like an arcana check or a magic check or a perception check or something like that to see if there's, you know, since everything else has been hundreds of years old, is there yeah. that we can kind of gauge? Yeah, give me a perception check as you're you're looking around. 11? Anyone else engaging in that perception check in this bedroom? Uh, 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 nah. <laughs> nah. I'm going to Brent. Uh, Brent. You see, uh, as you're standing next to this bed, you see one of the posts looks like it ha- it has a weird mechanism attached to it that it's not clearly a defined attachment to the bed itself. It looks almost like it's freestanding. There, there is a it has a different connection than the other uh, three corner posts. Okay, I'm gonna. Pull on it like like it's a lever. Uh, as kind you try to pull, it doesn't. It does not budge. Well, I smash it with my horn. <laughs> uh, <laughs> of course. As as you it smash it with your horns, you do see it twist just a little bit. All right, I'm gonna give it a. a I'm gonna give it a good twist then. Okay. Yeah, and as you twist it, it kind of locks in place in its final setting, and a secret passageway opens up right in this corner of the room into that tower. Right there. Ooh. Opens up into that tower. The Legend of Zelda door opening music. <laughs> you hear as that opens up all of those sounds that you've been hearing as you've been walking through this house. You hear the hog. You hear the giggling. You hear the dragging of a body across the floor. You Were there any others that you heard? I can't remember all the sounds I've been throwing at you. Uh, there was a guy. Oh yeah, you hear a dying man <laughs> screaming. Okay, I I now run down both flights of stairs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they just like they keep coming out that secret door. Just those sounds secret just pelting tunnel. in one after another. Secret tunnel. But Fl- yeah, so Flavin, Flavin, as you can head s- into the door. <laughs> yeah, as you see in there, we're here about the carrots. That's what he says. <laughs> uh. You can tell, like, some sort of explosion has gone off in here. I'll just go ahead and reveal it all for you. Uh, some sort of explosion has damaged this level, and you can see it uh, going um, down, and you can see uh, exploding the floor above it. Everything's covered with soot. The so curved wooden... 
staircase. There is a wooden staircase that is very in disarray and disrepair. But you see four raven-like figures standing along that back wall by the fireplace. And as you uh, step in, they do uh, stop their, their mimicking, their, their throwing of voices. They are armed. Oh, they're Kinku. Not, not Kinku. More like a, a were-raven. No, I'm Even trying, better. Yeah, I'm trying to reveal them for you. Here we go. There we go. Bam. There they are. Okay. Uh, they they stop their their mimicking and throwing of uh, voices. Their ventriloquism. What brings you here? They speak English or common. Yeah, they they do speak common. Fantastic. It is best you uh, walk away. We we want no. Uh, we bear no ill will to you, and we wish you no harm, other than wishing you walk away. Well, 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 um, <laughs> you see, we were sent here because there's a portal, and I'm guessing you came through the other side? There's no portal here. Uh, just the old chalet. We have, uh... We've taken it up for our own. Did they just use you, a Jedi mind trick on us? You should probably find another place to squat. Uh-huh, oh. uh-huh. How did you guys... Uh, how did you find gentle... Gentle birds? Whatever. Find yourselves here, of all places. Uh, Give me a persuasion. You're not intimidating, so I... Or at least I don't think you are. If that's how you'd like to I go. I have a plus three in intimidation if that makes you feel any better. <laughs> uh, if, if you'd like to say with a little more uh, vigor Not. in your... But persuasion is good too. Plus three. Yeah. Um, but with an eight, again, we have taken up residence here. It's best that you leave. You need not know what? why we are here or how we came upon this uh, chalet. A group of crows is called a murder. Are we watching? Are we talking to a murder right now? Just so you know, Cranky wants to attack him. <laughs> dress, dress us a little more. You know. I, I, I'm gonna step up. I'm gonna act all. Uh, I'm gonna lift myself up to my full seven six or whatever I am. <laughs> so, all right, you guys, tell me what you're really doing here. Ooh, all right, give me an intimidation. And don't give there. the Minotaur any bull. <laughs> don't lie. Yeah. Uh, really, really want. Yeah, and then Flavors in the back. And don't lie to us either. We don't know funny business. Don't be Raven. I'll I'll give you uh I'll give you advantage since you got some people helping you. Um, and as as you're coming in, before you come in and, and say that, they do look at you, Clarion, and go, "Actually, we are not a murder, but a kindness." Oh, that's cute. Anyway, uh, oh, because rows are... Wait, no. <laughs> uh, Brent, go ahead and get roll uh, that intimidation check one more time. Oh, you have some, some advantage. Yeah, I think crows are murder and ravens that's are kindness. Funny. <laughs> that's a nat 20 for the intimidation check. Oh, okay, 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 okay. If it means that much to you, you can have the chalet. What? We are... 
We are just using it to store some trinkets of uh, ill repute. And then, and then oh, Flavin holds up criminal. his little gold necklace like, a trinket like this? Mm, that has no bit. value for us. And no, we are not criminals. Uh, it is more taking things that are in the wrong hands and, and hiding them. We are Those not, smugglers. Maybe. We are not looking to steal anything that does not have some sort of implication beyond. Have you found anything that falls under that description in this house? Nothing in this house, but things we have brought here. Uh, we This place is out of the way enough that we figured we can store our finds here and nobody will come across them until the five of you. Where exactly are you storing this stuff? They're about. <laughs> about See, where? We're we're from Candlekeep, and 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 we're also known for uh, storing things that uh, you know maybe the general public shouldn't stumble upon. Good, and I guess we're like-minded. But what is? I'm just saying you could go there, drop off the stuff there. It'd be well accepted. No. From what I remember, that is more books than anything else. Yeah. These are no. not... These are not books. So Flavin asked him, said, are you from Shadowfell? No, we are from here. Sword Coast. Wisconsin. <laughs> we are from the Sword Coast. That is not anywhere we've traveled. Is there a room in this place you guys avoid? Avoid, no, but we usually just stick to uh, this tower and the bedroom there that you came from. Damn it. Um, I don't know if you've spent time outside. It is not totally pleasant. In this economy, no, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> and what's above us right now? Above you, that is the continuation of the tower, Baron's Loft. Wait a minute. Are you? Are you? Are the four of you the people making all the noises and the pig dragging sounds? That, that would be us. Yes, and they'll kind of each one kind of chimes in in their specialized sound, each one having a different sound. Okay. So if you're making the sounds, what's there... with the ghost kid? We have come to an agreement that we don't touch her things, and she gives us this room. She thinks that you're our friends. Well, uh, working relationship, I guess. We don't we don't go into her room. She lets us take up room well, here. We, we we have a mission in this house and I'm afraid Well certainly not in the house. 
Uh, yeah, I'm afraid so. So uh, basically what I'm saying is you're going to have to pack your stuff and head out. <laughs> they can stay in this tower as long as the portal isn't in the tower. Is there like a place like no, that? No, no. We, we are here to secure the portal. And if it's in the house, it's not going to be very secure with four mm. pe people. And you need this portal for what reason? I can guarantee yeah. it's not in this house. Is yeah, it I'm under gonna, the house? I'm going to take your word for it, right? Just like that. Wait. You can give me a How perception or an insight check if you'd like, uh, Dress. I like. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Still have that reroll, I think. Unless someone used it. Well, that was given specifically to you, but uh, it is out there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, with that, you can't tell. Like, the, the facial features of these were ravens is, is a tough, tough pull. You can't really pick up one way or the other. Hmm. As things yeah, are. Tension is building oh. a little bit. One of them uh, flaps quickly and goes up to the next level. Uh, is up there. Uh, like, like I said, that is the continuation of the tower. There's some sort of yeah. explosion that destroyed these stairs. But that's where you're storing your stuff. <laughs> that's where we're storing our stuff now. We, uh, I, ho we I hope will... your friend went to go pack it up because, <laughs> like I said, we you're will being pay... evicted. We will pay no mind, like, to this shadow crossing that you are speaking of. I mean, what are you supposed to do once you find it? We have no need for a shadow crossing. We need a place of refuge. And I'm telling you, this is not the place. Uh, real quick, uh, thanks for the raid, Homebrew RP. Appreciate it, Raiders. Welcome. You're just in time to see Drax uh, kill a. Um, <laughs> uh, just in time to see a four piece or Drax be, you know, a killed by a Ravens. <laughs> well, I'm just trying to figure out if we cannot work out an agreement. We have no other option than to leave. Like I said, we wish you no harm and no no oh, violence yeah. needed. Well, well, we're not here to hurt anybody either. We're just saying we're securing this place for our needs, and your needs don't matter anymore, so pack your <laughs> shit and get out. Man, that's like America talking to the Indians. <laughs> I mean, it, it kind of is, yeah. Uh, oh. <laughs> like, right oh. here now. Hi, hi, my name's Dress. I'm a colonist. <laughs> Okay, two of them then pick up, and the one stays that it's been talking. So are they flying up, or are they yeah, like no? They fly. They zone? they fly up. The stairs are not usable. There is an outline of the stairs, and there's a couple steps uh, intermittent, but it is it would be uh, a dangerous pull to to use them. So they are definitely flying up there. Flavin. Yes, well, you. I will fly. <laughs> And so he grabs one of the uh, raven's uh, uh, feet as he, or, or whatever oh. they, you know, humanoids oh, are, as no. he's trying to uh, go up. That's not how you do that. That's at all. not how <laughs> you fly. Um, give me, <laughs> give me a dexterity check against their uh, as they were flying away as well. 
I didn't want them to, you know, leave, you know? Well, they're not leaving, they're around. just up. Maybe they'll take me with them. I'm so little. I'm not little at all. Uh, 13. Uh, <laughs> they, they were able to, and they kind of tuck their leg in as they see you try to grab, and they're able to get up and out. Before this gets a little out of hand, I, I have to ask at least one, or out of feathers, whatever. Um, which one of you were making the noises at the bottom of the well? That was not our noises. Haha! Okay. So, there were noises at the bottom of the well. We heard that, right? We believe, oh, crazy. We believe that to be whatever remains of the Baron. But just like his daughter in the next room over, we stayed away. Again, the less presence we have, the better. But apparently it's time for us to leave. Well, yeah, like I said, yeah. there's a portal here. We're going to secure it. That's kind of going to bring a lot of different people in and out of this place now. I feel like the portal's at the bottom of the well. And he picks up and he flies off and you can hear up above like opening of some crates and some rustling of things and uh they are some cursing under their breath yeah, some some cursing uh and they are seeming to pack shit up yeah way to intimidate these guys get them out what? here you know the portal is the one, one disappointment thing? though is no bacon There's no bacon no pig, no mm. pig. Or raven but wings. I'm getting the wait. Where's the little? Can is can we like summon the little girl or no? Uh, you could call for her and try. Yeah, I want to call for her again and ask what's at the bottom of the well aside from her dad or granddad or whoever it is. Who's their weird dad? Dad. Her dad and his dog apparently. <laughs> dad, uh, oh no. She she comes. What came after? She comes back in and and uh. My dad is not in the well. He is buried next to his dog. Wait, does your... Does your dad's spirit walk these halls? Or have you not seen your dad's spirit in this house? I have I have not seen him. Uh, my friends said they heard him, but I haven't seen him at all. Boys, I think the I think we were literally standing on the portal, and we just left. I'm sorry, I, I couldn't breathe, and I got so excited about this gold necklace. Yeah, I, where where did you get that? You should return it to my father. <laughs> uh -oh. I just happened across it. Well, that's his. Oh, wow. It is his. You should. You should return it to him. Maybe if we return the necklace to the bottom of the well, uh, he'll open the portal at the bottom of the well. That's a book. That's that definitely has to be a, a book. The portal at the bottom of the well. If that's not a book, I'm right. The end. <laughs> the end. Uh, guys, I'm a little bit concerned about what these ravens are packing up, though. What if what if something that they have and they're, they're hiding and they're they're packing up might have something to do with the portal we're trying to find or open? always ask them they're just up there we know yeah. and you hear a response to that question we do not know of the portal like i said we are 
simply storing these trinkets of ill repute, taking them out of the hands of evildoers. Have you look at your trinkets? Yeah, have you taken any trinkets from the house, or can he look at those trinkets? Judging by our interactions, we would rather not. Uh, We will be out of here in just a moment. And you see, you can see one of them kind of fly up and out as they are they are beginning to close up and get their their stuff taken care of another one flies up and out and that last one that was uh there talking to you have at it we will find a new place to hide yeah they're not going to be flying away with a portal and they all at that point they all take off and so then Flavin looks over at the group and he's like, you know, this little this little creepy girl, her little creepy room with her little creepy mirror and came out walking behind. And, you know, all these raven fellas said, don't touch her stuff. How about we go upstairs and touch her stuff and see what happens? Didn't they just take all their stuff just now? No, no. I'm talking about her toys, the girl's toys. Oh. In the room. He, wa- he wants the fondler dollies. That um, doesn't maybe sound the great. Maybe the fish See what happens. See if we can draw her out and, like, you know. No, no. I don't think that's a good idea. Did anyone that's... try to walk into the window that she came out of? We tried to get Brent to run his head through it. <laughs> well, we get him to run his head through a lot of things. <laughs> what? You mean the, the mirror? Yeah. Like, I know she said this isn't the Shadowfell, but maybe she doesn't know what the Shadowfell is? She is just a child. Or depending on how old, how long ago she's been dead. Well, she was six when she died. She looked to be about six. Maybe she crosses into the shadow work with Shadowfell without knowing? Maybe. Also, what what caused this explosion? Maybe the portal is above us, and we just haven't gone up there and looked yet. I mean, we're just kind of taking this raven's word for it, right? Right, right, yeah. Can can we get up there, maybe? Well, with the 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 steps are a no condition for us to climb. I Does don't it seem know. Like the wall is climbable at all? Yeah. Um. No, not as not as much as the well would have been. Um, mm. the explosion uh, seems to be alchemical in nature. Like you can, you can see some residues, uh, along the walls and on some of the, uh, the splintered wood at your feet. Is, is we... that all that's on the floor is the, the wood from the stuff that exploded? Yeah. Like there's no, if we kicked, kicked it around, there's, we're not going to find a key or a book or a uh, you know. no, not not on this level. It seemed to be uh, pretty pretty barren down here. Um, and the I, stairs definitely are not like. I mean, yeah, they're blown up to shit, but like, do you, are there parts of them that look like we could, you know, slowly ascend them? If you know, one at a time. Or... Uh, they look pretty. Um, pretty worn out i mean somebody rather dexterous might be able to um probably not the minotaur just being uh, the sheer size of him 
Uh, Somebody could jump on my shoulders, maybe. Can we tell if the explosion originated from above and blasted down, or if it was like more on uh, this level? It happened in this room and, okay. and radiated up and down. Okay. But um, there there are no like leftover elements of any like alchemical testing or, or laboratory in here. It is things seem to have been removed. Clavin, do you think you might want to try going up to check out what's there? Of course I do. I mean, if the rest of us need to come up, we could probably just, you know, tie a rope onto something up there and climb a rope. Yeah. Hop on, buddy. Yeah, there's no problem. I, I jump on top Thank of uh, Brent's shoulders and then, you know, just, you know, start, okay. you know, just figure out a way to, you know, climb up the wall. Yeah. With, with that, you're able to kind of get up so you're, you got your arms on that next level floor because Brent's pretty tall and, and with your height combined you could you could muscle up if you'd like uh, what you do see crazy. up there now that you're up and your head is above that area you see uh, you see some uh, crates and barrels again you do see some uh, chests and some some draped more draped uh, frames well, then I pull myself up. I've tried to pull okay. myself up over the ledge. Yeah, you're able to easy enough if, if Brent gives you a little push. Uh, no check needed. Um, the first yeah, thing you, I do is just start doing the drape song, you know, like I did uh, before. Yeah, more just more random paintings of stags and, and wolves and and stuff. You know, just weird collection of commissioned paintings from the Baron over time. Uh, you do see a couple wooden chests uh, lying about. Most of them are opened and emptied, like whatever things they did have in here. In one of them, you do find a potion uh, bottle. Uh, in one of them, seems like it it fell out of their arms as they uh, were flying away. And do I know what type it is, or does it have uh, anymore? You can give me an Arcana check if you'd like. It is a, a dense purple liquid. With a there's a like a, a a pink cloud kind of floating in the center of it. Yeah, you have you've never seen this one before. That was a five. A portal, <laughs> I see. Yeah, <laughs> oh, the portal is portal. in the bottle. The, the portal's not in the bottle. <laughs> right, so yeah, I just put the potion and you know in, you know in my in my leather pouch here. You know, yeah. Maybe maybe Don no no knows about it. Uh, so I just start the other stuff. Yeah, but it seems like they kind of ransacked everything uh, quickly, and that one uh, <laughs> fell out on their on their flight out of here. And they are indeed gone. And there's nothing else up here? Uh, no. Nothing that's catching your eye. Well, then I very gingerly, uh, you know, kind of lower myself back down, and then on top of uh, Brent's hands to his shoulder. And yeah, you're back down on that floor with everybody else there was nothing down there guys except this pink uh or pink this purple <laughs> fluid looking such does this look familiar to you go oh it's a question okay uh, can, can i see it yeah anyone who is looking at it can do yeah. an arcana check if you'd like i mean i mean can i take Bro. it from arcana so I have hand yeah, it sure. i just and and i i will decork it and, and i will sip it oh <laughs> all right i'm not chugging it right. i'm sipping uh, it uh double that with uh an arcana check 12. Uh, do, I, I think I'll give you advantage because you took a little drink. So, yeah, let's roll that again. 
that's seventeen. That's better. Um, it takes a minute, and like, it touches all the different flavor profiles on your tongue, and and you get a potion of mind reading. Is what this would be. Well, don't read my mind, please. Flavin, <laughs> yeah, so I caught that, um, and then I'll recork it and say, yeah. "Here, you you can save that for later." And then I. Uh, I shared that with you. Also, you have Potion of Mind Reading. Uh, you gain the effect of the Detect Thoughts spell. So where would you... There's a bunch of ghosts. Where would you like to go from here? Do, you, do we want to explore the first floor just to be thorough? And yeah, then, we never really... Cause yeah. yeah maybe. Everything is pointing to that well again. I mean, it just does. But to, like I said, to be thorough, maybe we should check the first floor as well. Yeah, I mean, maybe we need to return this necklace return to some other place though or suffer my curse return the map we could bring it to the grave that sounds like a good idea you've always wanted you really just want to dig up that grave don't you no that's flavor i have i have no interest in digging up graves well, flavor has a, a his, his, his need to dig up this grave but this golden necklace on this corpse is now at the at the forefront of his mind. That's what he'll think of. Hold on, Flavin. We'll... <laughs> That'll be our last resort. Okay. Flavin, Flav. Flavin, Flav is doing this. Is That's right. still in the tower? Say that one more time. Say what now? Is, is Sylphine still in the tower? Uh, she has disappeared. Um, from what I mean, from your view. But yeah, I mean she. She stated earlier that she doesn't travel too far outside of her known area. Um, she, okay. I think there was an attempt to make contact with her earlier, and 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 that came up mm -hmm. with nothing. Uh, is it so? Are we continuing looking through we the have, first floor? Yeah, yeah let's try this door here. Door. Okay. Yeah. All right. We'll kind of. Uh, I'll reveal the whole thing here, so we can. Uh, being wary of time, uh, we'll kind of, you know, fast track. Fast travel. Um, this this upper room looks to be a den, uh, very spacious, uh, cracked, broken windows, dusty sheets cover most of the room's furnishing. Cobwebs stretch between the antlers and wolf heads. Other hunting trophies mounted on the walls above the wainscoting. A pale rectangle above the large fireplace suggests that a picture or a mirror once hung here. And you can kind of imagine some of those from upstairs have. Uh, what's hung there uh brent the room you're in is the kitchen ghostly scent of meals past still haunts this kitchen forever trapped in the wood and and the, of its tables the soot in the hearth and the grime in its pots many of which hang from hooks about the room everything you would expect to see in a kitchen of this size can be found here uh dish filled cupboards cleaning supplies cooking utensils mice scurry across the floors trying their best to avoid you <laughs> and, uh, and I can looking down this hallway I can see yeah, that yeah, definitely. the bottom of the tower yeah the bottom of the tower is a dining room a circular chamber at the base of the tower contains a large oak dining table surrounded by six high back chairs carved with images of stags uh, suspended above the table is a gaudy chandelier tied off with ropes puddles of water on the flagstone floor are the result of moisture seeping through three narrow broken windows evenly spaced around the tower wall fireplace set into the wall is blackened by soot there, there's no 
obvious like staircase or something that leads to the other floors of this tower no from this room isn't there okay interesting that the other two floors are hidden behind a yeah i don't know if that's significant in any way but it's interesting it's a very confusing like house layout yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, nothing really grabbing your attention here uh, in these these last three rooms of the first floor. And okay. so these stairs, those uh, those ones head down to the uh, the cellar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like the other, like these stairs did. Yep. 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 Okay. So, yeah, it it it's looking to me like the well is our likely source. Yeah, so it's either to... the well or we return the necklace to the dead body. I mean, I think we can do both. Yeah, so Flavin's like, we I was in the well, you know, stupid if I didn't do the right check or, you know, I, you know, when I was down there or something trying to breathe. But yeah, let's go to the graveyard real quick and let me just throw this necklace down, see what happens when I walk over to the graveyard. Right, but over his headstone <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Very classy, like. Yeah. You know. I'll stand over the dead man and do that where no man stands or whatever it says on the grave and see what happens. And yep. just in case, I'm going to take the shovel with me. Ooh, that's right. Thank you so much for the shovel. Ooh. Okay. So that's what I'll be doing. Okay. And then... We're going to need that shovel for Flavin's bullshit. Uh, <laughs> Give Flavin the shovel until oh. we until we know that's our only option. Flavin Flav walks over to the to the graveyard with his uh, necklace and just stands on top of the grave with the necklace and be like, "Here, do magic stuff. Is this a portal?" And he you know says all the chant things that he thinks he read in books at Candle Keep. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm trying trying to find something. Give me one He's second not, here, you know. How far that I can dig or how long it takes me to yeah. dig. Well, <laughs> when you you DM prep in the book and then you use roll 20, sometimes, you know, like I visually place things and, you know, I know where they are in the book, but then I try to find them on roll 20 and I can't. Um, Understandable. See. Let me see. He's looking for the monster. That's yeah, I'm looking at what head. is going to kill you the fastest. I'm joking. Where is Hydra? There we go. <laughs> Dang it. It was. I know it's in here. Um, I do know. I do remember one. I, I don't know a lot of monsters in the monster manual. I try not to. But based on my personal experience, and this is total metagaming, ghosts <laughs> do have the ability to age you. Like, they frighten you so oh. bad that you actually age, you oh, know, 30, 40 years. So, that's pretty no. freaking nasty. Maybe I'll stop getting carded. <laughs> um, and that's I'm outside the graveyard. <laughs> yeah, so you are, you, are you just draping it over the headstone there? Sure. Okay. Of course I am. You, as you, as you place it on there. Bring this necklace back to the. <laughs> you don't. You don't see anything physically taking place, but you you can hear that same voice that was down in the well. Oh, All right, and as I hear that voice, then I take my potion as an action or whatever the uh, detect thoughts. Okay. The. Uh, oh. Let me uh, let me pull that back up. 
hoping that that's what that is for and that it can hear ghost and that's not you hear Claire and Lucien have a very heated argument about how stupid this is (laughs) (laughs) I got a lot of thoughts all of a sudden in my head I got you know a lot of voices uh all right uh yeah I'll give it to ya let's see um or maybe I could just like lick the top of it with dress. Yeah, like. no, with that. You drink that potion and you you feel this connection with uh, a figure that you can't, you don't uh, see. You can't like, it's not manifesting in front of you. It's more in your mind. And you feel it's less of like coherent thoughts and more of a sense of peace and rest as this trinket has now been uh, brought back to the resting place. And in there, you do hear, uh, you do hear some uh, like faint apologies coming through, like "I'm sorry, I'm sorry about the wolf," uh, and kind of relating back to that journal entry. You and then it kind of breaks in in uh, this discordant break, and it's now like, uh, you know, talking. It's almost like roughhousing with a dog, you know, like when you you're like, "Yeah, that's a good boy," you know. There's some of that speech going on. Uh, and then it, and it slowly starts to fade away and settle. But as that's going on, coming from the uh, the third grave down, you see uh, two hands start to break up and out of the uh, the the grave itself and starts to pull itself out. And you see what is not childlike at all, but you see this. Um, <laughs> fleshy bag of of body that seems to be stitched together in weird places and it's like just amorphous in some places but coming oh, out shit, it's boogie, boogie. and uh boogie, boogie. and gets yeah kind of and gets and stands up and it immediately starts to run at you uh flavin so this is where we're going to roll initiative and you should click your token first Oh, uh, let me let that. me clear it first, and then uh, then roll. If you already rolled, I can add you back in. But click your token, uh, and roll that initiative. Oh my God! Negative one to initiative. Woo! Yeah, where do I get a roll initiative? That's awesome. uh, you'll. Sorry. You can just you can just roll a d twenty and add your dex modifier, or you can uh, click the. There's a little initiative button in the. Uh, Get right on your character in, sheet. In your it character says sheet initiative. Roll 20. Uh, oh, that's bad. I rolled a two. And it's a scarecrow and the ravens were still here. <laughs> it wasn't doing its job. <laughs> Not it doing its job. All right. Did everybody get in? Do I have? I got. Looks like everybody's in. Three, four. One, two, three, four. Yep. Okay. All right, let's go descending. Uh, here we are. Uh, Flavin, it is your turn as you see this. Uh, this I don't want to call it a scarecrow. It's it's stitched and, and packed with pieces. Uh, different. It's, it's just you can't describe it, but it is lumbering towards you. Yeah, sure. And so I looked at this uh, Oogie Boogie as it, you know, kind of, you know, comes to me. And I was like, well, you're the shittiest scarecrow I've ever seen in my life. And then I cast Vicious Mockery at him. Okay. Uh, what does that Mock mean for him? Uh, just uh, succeed on a wisdom saving throw. Okay, wisdom save. Here we go. Oh, so of course he failed. That is a four. So, so yes, definitely yeah. failed. 
1d4 damage. Three damage, all right. Okay, anything else, Flavin, that you'd like to do? Uh, uh, no, I just kind of <laughs> maybe walk over to the side a little bit to give Dynamo and Brent full access and, 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 okay. and maybe to get out of his way. All right. Uh, Scarecrow's way. Dynamo, that is your turn. All right. Um, yes, I will hold out a hand to my companions and say, stay back. I will take care of this. <laughs> and uh, walk towards the, this, this creature as I ready my maul. Um, I will uh, walk towards it and use my uh, bonus action to uh, cause the inner hydraulics of <laughs> Dynamo to activate, uh, charging up his maul with electrical energy. And he will just kind of stand there and look at this creature um, as best he can and say, Are you friend or foe? <laughs> and I will hold my action to attack the creature if it tries to attack me or move to attack one of my companions. Uh, you see its mouth that's kind of drooping. You can make that out. Uh, if, you, if you want to continue to hold, that's fine. Uh, but it did... Mm -hmm. Did say such. All right, uh, Brent. <laughs> All right. Uh, I, how do I see how far can I get to it? Uh, so on the one, two, three, four, five, six little button down on the left-hand side is uh, is a ruler. You just kind of click and hold on yourself, and then you can measure. For players, it's it's the fourth. Okay, one. fourth one down for players. So. Uh, and then yeah, you should be able to. Oh. And you can make it so others can see it, and or just yourself. But yeah, I can see that. Okay. You could make it so to... Oh, yeah. Yeah. I can make it, right? Yep. I mean... Yep. You definitely got... Yeah. All right. Because you're a monk, so you're probably at least at, what, 35? Or 40? Walking... Like, walking speed. speed is 40 for yeah, me. So, you definitely... Yeah. Okay. You um, need to make it. So I could do, a, like, a melee attack with my horns from me. I can come in and... Yeah. Charge. Horn him. Yeah, do it. Horn in there. All right. Careful, Robo. This is the MVP of the game right now. Well, that didn't. <laughs> All right, so you gotta you gotta roll. Ooh, yeah, that was to hit. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was damage roll. It was so low. No, I thought it was damage. Um, um, <laughs> that does not hit. So you come charging, right. and you can move your token to where you ended up. And I would can imagine. I, can I still do my bonus action? What's your bonus yeah. action? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You definitely have your bonus action still. But yeah, you come in and you charge okay. and you're you gore it and you make connection, but it just it catches like this lap of uh just skin and body that really has no kind of connection to its actual being. Oh. Uh so you do get some, but it, it doesn't do any damage. <laughs> okay. Um well so I'm gonna, gonna do flurry action. of blows. Okay. As my as my bonus action. I like it. Um, and so let's see. Now I do, uh, two unarmed strikes, right? Do you, mm -hmm. do you move every time you punch? Move, move. <laughs> yeah. Come back again. Okay, that one hits. It's an unarmed strike. Yep. For three. Three damage. Okay. Wait, that's not doing plus, though. Okay, so plus your, uh, either plus your two. dex yeah. or your strength. It's doing 1d4 plus 2. Yeah, you oh, just is? rolled a 1. You just rolled a 1. Oh, I just yeah. rolled a 1. Okay, it do doesn't show the little 
if All you right. hover over the number with your mouse, it'll give show you the formula. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. So I'm coming back with my right hand now. Okay. Um, there oh, you go. A nat 20. Damn. That's a, yeah, that's a nat 20, folks. Uh, nice. So yeah, roll that. Uh, <laughs> three again, but we'll double that. You can either roll yeah. another d4 or we can double it. Um, I'd probably roll it. Oh, I can one. roll it again? Yeah. Uh, you'll just get the dice doubled, so... You yeah. can't get any lower than a one. All right. There well, you go. Um, there you go. All right. So another two, uh, so five points of damage. Uh, that's that's better. All right. And let's see. I, I spent a thing. Yeah, you spent a key point. And as you're making these connections, you just feel like there's so much dense material behind it that your fist is not... It's not like a punch you've thrown and, and made contact with a person before. There is a little bit of resistance there. Hmm. So it's not doing as much damage as you thought it would. Like it's got some sort of shielding inside of it? <laughs> yeah, some sort of resistance to your punches. Uh, which, mechanically speaking, it's taking half damage. So every all the damage you do, is it's half. Uh, and... As you make contact, you see one of its stitches kind of split open, and this hand comes jumping out of it. The severed hand comes out, and it is going to uh, try to attack you, uh, Brent. That is a 10 to hit. I don't think that's going to do it. But it is now, like, on your shoulder trying to, like, gouge into you. Uh, but no, doing, doing no damage. Uh, Clarion, Lucian, it is uh, now up to you. Yeah, Clarion is going to crack his knuckles. Scarecrows, that's cute. And I'm going to move right here. Because I know what Scarecrows hate the most. Fire, because they're made of hay. <laughs> Genius. Oh, if I didn't get that six in the back, oh, it's, or that natural one. <laughs> uh, deck save on his part, that's a six. That's going to be a fail. So seven Burn. points of fire damage, and you you can see it wince in anger and pain as where Brent's fists weren't doing much, this fire seems to be uh, causing him to dance quite uh, a bit. Um, there we go. That's all, right. all I got. That's all you got. All right, Draz. Okay. Hit him with fire. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to run in join my friends here and I'm going to listen to the wisdom and throw a firebolt at it for 15 to hit and get uh, shit damage. Yeah, but that hits. Uh, Any damage is good damage. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but yeah, definitely hits and kind of like adds on to the fire that is already uh, being given to him. I'm going to move Brent over just for a second because we have one more crawling hand. What? Uh, comes out of another one, and it is going to um, say what? Uh, it is going to crawl on top of you, uh, Dynamo. I mean, that's not creepy at all. And uh, yeah, that's right. attempt. Oh, that's a 19 to hit. Oh. Not yeah, Dynamo's yeah, fine. Yeah, that'll hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. That's going to be uh, just four. Four damage, uh, slashing damage, as it comes in and it's like scraping down your metal uh, armor plates. 
Mm -hmm. uh, Dynamo will uh, take this as that the, is true. the trigger to unleash yes. his attack. Uh, are you attacking the hand or the, the Scarecrow? Uh, I'll attack the Scarecrow. Okay. Oh. Uh, for 15. 15 hits? Wonderful. So there will be uh, 10 bludgeoning plus... Oh, Dino, yes. <laughs> uh, 10 bludgeoning, 2 lightning. 2 lightning. Uh, yeah. Okay. Anything else? Dynamo on your... Uh, no. Okay. It's now the Scarecrow's turn. It is going to look at Brent. Catch you, its eyes glare into you. I need you to give me a wisdom saving throw. Oh. It's like a ghost right pit in its stare. Run. <laughs> look yeah. on wisdom? Yep. Yeah, oh, it's a wisdom save. So I think that was just straight wisdom. So there should be like a, a box of saves. Um, and you want to click the wisdom. Yeah, so I'm on the left, just under oh, your other side. Because you could, you could have a, not advantage, but I can't, I think can't think of the word. Uh, but that's a four. So that was a little bit worse. Yeah, that's <laughs> just a little bit from a 20 to a four. <laughs> um, you are now frightened of this creature. It's like burning into your eyes and you're, you're seeing nothing but cats in, in the back of your mind's eye, just scratching and clawing at you um and so now you are frightened until the end of the scarecrow's next turn so that means you have to leave its area as much as you can and as fast as you can and here um, is the okay yeah that's that thank, thank you that is cranky and it's going to turn and make one swipe at um dynamo that's standing there that's a 20 to hit yep uh-huh <laughs> That's going to be three slashing damage, and I need a wisdom saving throw. Oh, no. You are frightened until Wonderful. the end of its next turn. Uh, right. Again, you are you are seeing, like, war-forged allies just be deconstructed and torn apart and just, like, droid parts left everywhere. Like, okay. uh, Wait, yeah, no. it, it is a horrifying scene uh, and, and frightening nonetheless. Uh, Flavin, that leads us to you. As what Slave is going to do is going. He's going to cast a cloud of daggers at the scarecrow. Uh, is that does it? What kind of save is it for him? I'm sorry. It doesn't look like there is a save here. Uh, just a, a creature takes uh, four d4 slashy damage when it enters the cube for the first time. Okay, or ends its turn there. Or ends its turn. There, okay, yeah. so uh, let me. I'll put a little marker on there. Remind me if I forget. Oh, it's a five-foot cube. If that was a sixty-foot cube, I'm like, that's hitting us all. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You're right. <laughs> yeah. all that's dead. Uh, yeah. So around him is this cloud of daggers, and he will take that damage at the end of, or at the start of his turn. All right, and then for my bonus action, I'm going to cast, or not cast, but do mantle of inspiration. Okay. Uh, so it gives uh, five temporary hit points to Ooh, three nice. creatures. So we'll just do the three creatures that are, are creatures, uh, my three uh, party members that are closest to the scarecrows in the hands, and they can take uh, uh, up to their speed movement without provoking opportunity attacks. Oh, nice. Nice. Okay. Uh, Dynamo, that is, it is your turn. You are frightened, uh, which means you have disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls while the source of fear is within its line of sight. You can't willingly move closer to the source of its fear, but I imagine you could still attack. 
Are we? Okay. Would would yeah, we? So just... I don't. It it didn't say you have to move away. Or am I reading it wrong? At least no. You don't have to. You could just take up. You could you could if you wanted to. But they get the five HP. So. Um, and it's it's disadvantage on just all attacks or attacks on that creature. While the source of fear is within line of sight, so. I mean, I imagine if you turned around, Oops, like you're willing to move from its area, like you're frightened, and you see that claw, I would say you can attack the claw with no disadvantage. Okay, but if I were to just like turn around in the spot that I'm at currently, I'd still have disadvantage. No, I think you could turn where you're at and, and avert your, okay. uh, break that line of sight, I think is, is gotcha. the key mechanical gotcha. uh, ruling there. If you turn, yeah. break that line of sight, I think you're good to go. Uh, you're still frightened, but um, mm -hmm. it, it's kind of lessened because you're not seeing the eyes of right. that scarecrow. When you can't right, see, well, can't uh, uh, Dynamo will turn away from that and uh, use his maul to strike at the, the claw that's on the ground there. Okay. Uh, that's another 15? Yeah, that definitely hits. <laughs> and you, yeah, you kind of grab it and take it off of you and then just smash it claw is dismantled uh anything else you would like to do um no i think he's he's just kind of still reeling a bit from what he just saw on the other side of him so he's turned around he smashes the claw and he just kind of waits for a second preparing himself to to turn around okay all right brent it is your turn you are frightened Right. I so, don't think you can attack the other claw without breaking line of sight from where it's at. So, um, you decide what you want to do. So, can I just like run away? <laughs> yeah, definitely. And you you got mantle of inspiration. Yeah. What so, is that? I. Uh, imbues your allies with vigor and speed. As a bonus action, you can expend a When you do so, choose a number of creatures you can see. So you have five temporary hit points. Um, you could have used immediately used your speed. So we can we can um, uh, say that happened. If you would like to have left when he cast that mantle of inspiration, you can without taking uh, any opportunity attack, which the scarecrow would get an attack on you. But you you so can I, leave I, with I, it. Yeah, you can. So, you could definitely uh, run. Is it? Is there? So we know that the there's, this is like, fire damage has been effective against yeah this creature, right? Is there? Is there anything f like, like a bush or something that's like flammable? <laughs> a flaming bush. Um, no, but like it, like because I can do like uh, like I can do like that charge like the hammering horns and yeah i can try to back him into a bush and then somebody else could light it on fire uh inside this manicured what was once a very well manicured um graveyard there are no no bushes no shrub uh there is okay. that wrought iron fence behind it but anything you do to that scarecrow you're gonna have disadvantage because you are currently frightened by it until it's next turn yeah until uh the end of its next turn all right. Um, you can still attack it. You can, yeah. You definitely can. Right. Well, I'm gonna, yeah, uh, I'm just going to do my horns attack, I okay. guess, then. And so, 
And uh, I want to interrupt. I have. Uh, I am a clockwork soul sorcerer, and I have my clockwork uh, restore balance, which, when somebody I know has advantage or disadvantage, I could use an of it and remove that disadvantage. Or go. if it was a bad guy, okay. so I will be using that, and you no longer have the disadvantage <laughs> on the attack. Oh, broken. Uh, here's, here's the okay, description I, if I you need it. So. Uh, Brent, what we'll say is you backed up. You used that mantle of inspiration to back up, knowing that you're not going to take any uh, uh, attack of opportunity so that you can do your charge. So we'll say you didn't go quite that far. That way you still have some movement to be able to come back and charge into him. It'll be a normal roll, so make it happen. Okay. Oof. Does that not hit? That's, that's an eight. That does not hit. Um, I donate my reroll. I'll leave that can up I, to you. Can I, can I do my, I'll do my um, flurry of blows again, anyway, though. Okay, as a bonus. Yeah. Okay, so you you again you you take a couple steps back and then you charge at it again. You catch another just on the other side of that that meaty portion that's hanging over that does no damage. But now you're going to come in and flurry a blow. All right. So two attacks. You got it, buddy. I believe in you. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you got it, Flurry. That was my first one. Yeah, that first one's going to miss. As you, you make contact, it like grabs your wrist and holds it, and you're kind of you're kind of held in there for a moment, and then it releases. You have one more attack. That one hits. So as it's releasing your wrist, on the other hand, you come in and, and catch it uh, for three. Looking rough. Uh, thanks to that fire damage, but looking real rough. Anything else, Brent? Um, n- no, I think I think that's right. it for me. Okay. Yeah, use bonus action, used action, use movement. Yeah. Uh, that crawling claw is going to climb up your legs, and it is going to try to gouge your eyes out as it is. Uh, you're, it's seeing it uh, hurt its friend. But that's an 11 to hit. I don't think that's going to do it. Not sure of your AC, Brent. Oh yeah, it's a yeah. all right eleven. All right, Clarion Lucian, you see, you're seeing this happen. Uh, what what do you got? You got more burning hands? Oh yeah, I got more. <laughs> I got one more spot. If it's the fifteen foot cube, it also catches the hand in front of me. Yeah. Yeah. Or not, not cube. It's a cone. Yeah. Perfect. And just so I don't hit my friends, I'm going to use. One of my, uh, hold on. Okay. I'm going to use one sorcery point for careful casting, so they automatically successfully do a saving throw. Nice. Against my burning hands, so they don't take. Well, I guess they would take half damage. You still take half damage, yeah. Yeah, take half damage. Uh, but if they succeed, do they take any? So you're you're making it so Dynamo takes half, right? Yeah, I'm making it, uh, so basically for careful spells, it says you can spend one sorcerer point to allow up to three creatures to automatically succeed okay. on their saving throw. Of the spell. Okay, but they'll still take half. Yeah. All right. Okay. okay. And keep skipping away from burning here. Ha ha, here it is. Get body. Damn it. A deck save. Another... Oh, geez, that's a seven. It's going to be a fail. Um, yeah, the, the hand, oh, I got to roll one for the hand, but even at half damage, the hand is, uh, shriveled in place. 
Uh, so yeah, that would be gone. Uh, how do you want to do this? As your your burning hand spreads out, Dynamo, you take some some of that fire damage, kind of maybe uh, uh, shining your armor, uh, your plates. Uh, but this thing just starts to melt and crumble as the stitches that is holding it together starts to fall and poof, 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 and just clumps of just odd collection of bodies, body parts and, and flesh pieces just start to fall and it poof, 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 falls down to the ground at your feet. Uh, but yeah, you end this thing. I'm going to blow off my smoking. <laughs> All right, we're done here. <laughs> Still never found that portal, though. Oh, we have to go back to the well for that. Right, I forgot about the well. The no well. other creepy Carly's coming out from the graves. Uh, Dynamo, as you're standing there, you see at, at, in the grave that is uh, Selfine's, I believe, or uh, rather Haluth. You see an empty casket, kind of half filled in with dirt, but uh, empty nonetheless. So we're going to have to go get the shovel and dig up this grave anyway. Yeah, Brent already has the shovel. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, should we dig this open? <laughs> I mean, Flavin's already in the hole with the shovel. He's already doing He's already digging <laughs> Okay. Um, the grave uh, this this scarecrow crawled out of belonged to which daughter? Uh, Haluth. Haluth, the old. So that's the older daughter, the one that was killed by the wolves. Yes. Okay. What a way to go. Uh, what do we know about these monsters known as scarecrows? Like, are they things that like take over graves or? Are they like, fr like did someone manipulate this girl's dead girl's body and make this thing out of her? Um, or this has no makings of a a singular child. This is a collection um, amalgamation of many things. You can give me a history uh, check. Uh, if you can make a case for another check that I, I'm failing to think of right now. This thing in Arcana. Uh, yeah, there there is arcane. History yeah. I mean, I can, my, my history in Arcana is the same okay. score. So, so either one. But I'll yeah, you can you can make an Arcana. Okay. Sixteen. Um, you know that these scarecrows are mostly placed by somebody or something uh, to protect or to you know look over. Um, and, and these these constructed scarecrows, uh, not your garden, normal garden variety scarecrows, uh, are in some sort of protection mode. They are programmed right. uh, in a way to okay. protect something. So, so it, so I, once once I you know my brain kicks into gear and comes <laughs> up with all this stuff, I'm gonna say to everybody, I would guess. And this is just a guess, because this was the girl killed by wolves. Maybe they didn't have anything to bury. And in order to protect the rest of his family that was here, good old dad created this thing. Words I mean, it, 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 like I said, 
or it's protecting a portal. Um, yeah. From what oh. you can see is it, it would take a sick being to put this together. Yeah. It is it is not stuffed with straw. There there are many uh pieces of individuals that made Gross. up this one scarecrow. So your typical view of a scarecrow is, is definitely not what we, the the picture right. we want painted in our mind. This is this is some sort of it's almost like Franken, a, a flesh like a Frankenstein's golem. Mon- yeah, 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 flesh golem Frankenstein's monster <laughs> baby thingy. Yeah. Flavin takes a couple seconds to stop digging the grave and he takes his little necklace and he puts it over to the body parts, you know, that are just laid out from the scarecrow to see if anything matches from the necklace. Uh, no, no reaction, no nothing. Um, how, how far were you digging? Oh, how far into some action happened? Well, did you, uh, let's see. Cause there, there was a casket there that, I mean, you could have removed the dirt from the casket. Um, yes. Yeah, I jumped into the hole where the scarecrow came out or whatever, and then just started kind of removing the dirt from there. And okay. probably a couple of little shovels before uh, Draz did the uh, check. Okay. Uh, Frendon, thanks for the uh, the sub. That's four months. I uh, appreciate it. I love that owl there. As we're, as we're digging yeah, that's right. Making my own grave here. Um, as you're getting closer and and your your shovel begins to kind of hit some of the the casket, uh, gaining more purchase on it, you start to see like poofs of uh, fog, like smoke, start to uh, creak through uh, some of the the holes in the casket. So I look at the party. It's like, you know, do I keep digging? Do we stop? What do we do? Because I've made only bad choices all night long. <laughs> Join next to the grave. Um, the- you know, I'm thinking keep keep going. Maybe and we're then, wrong about the yeah. well. And then just without the hesitation, person? yeah. Okay. Sorry, Clarion. No, I was going to say, who's the person next to me? That would be... That's uh, that's technically Flavin. Yeah. But okay. we, we can say he's down in this... Uh, I in, was going to say that I that this man's about to fall into a portal. Uh, yeah, so as you're breaking this open and you begin to remove some of the pieces of this coffin, or this casket, rather, um, you st- more of that fog starts to start to billow up and out of and starts to then kind of creep through the entire graveyard. And what's left, you can see this pitch black hole that if you remove any more of the of the casket of the coffin there, it's gonna open up, and you you can't see a bottom to it, uh, just nothing but this fog leaching out and and filling the site around you. And so then I immediately look at Draz. It's like, give me some more of those raver sticks that you are so handy with. Maybe we can throw it down there. Um, I'm gonna look around and search because I pulled that from a crate. I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, that's a got something i mean there's pieces we got of one of those burning bushes that brent has on his uh, horn still left, there's uh, pe- pieces of uh, uh scarecrow piece of the... piece of scarecrow sure yeah, i'll pick up a piece of ca- scarecrow cast light on it and <laughs> drop it into uh, the like a child's forearm or something right with a light on it now on the fingertip as it looks like it looks like et as uh, it begins to fall into this 
portal, this void. It's uh, um, the ground is is tilted. So you see now ground. You're looking at it, and you see um, nothing but headstones. Just as this is falling, it, like gravity doesn't seem to to hold true to what you know. It is falling and just lighting up all these headstones blurred inscriptions you see mausoleums in the background you see uh, a, a great necropolis in the far background as this this <laughs> lighted chunk of meat just continues to fall through and down into the uh well you can assume is the shadow fell i i i think we found it tell us now we were supposed yeah. to just find it not go in it no, no, no. We're just we're just here to say, you know, here's here it is. It's in this spot, and then we send word back to Candlekeep, and they send you know other people. Yeah, the great readers will come and do whatever they do. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you're um, welcome to jump through it if you want to. Well, sure. Oh, well, of course I will. Like you know, and, if we got some rope or, or some scarecrow, and uh, and and I reach set. down and. I, on his on Flavin's collar and like tug him back I'm like mm -hmm. <laughs> that was a joke because oh, okay. I'm telling you now if you go in there we're not we're not following after you you are on your own I look down the hole again yeah I'm really <laughs> contemplating that is an adventure that not many people get to have Clarion no we're not hopping down the giant dark hole yeah that 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 is it, uh the shadow fell is is a madness like literally it will drive you mad so madness voices in my head I already have that <laughs> i was gonna say it's probably not a long <laughs> trip for you but for some of us you know so you oh. have completed finding the crossing how how would you like to as we we get to the end here how would you like to wrap this up uh, you can feel free to jump in if you'd like. You can uh, feel free to head back to Candlekeep with the information that you have. I'll, I'll let each one kind of like group talk. How would you like to uh, wrap up this? Did we task? like seal it or just leave it open like it is? I mean, what yeah, have I feel to... like that's not good. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> the bird fly in. And... Well, I mean. Securing the gate to this, you know, and the fencing around here will do until the next group from Candlekeep comes here. It's only four days, so, you know, they'll be here in like a week in a, or a 10 day. Because um, it's four back and then four full, so that's eight altogether. So, plus, you know, whatever, it's their problem. <laughs> Our job was to find it and secure it. The best thing we can do is make sure the gate works and that'll keep most people out. It won't keep the raven people out because they can fly. But if they go in there, well, you know, that's their problem. And so what uh, Flavin suggests is that his best good buddy Brent holding by his feet. And, and oh, Flavin is going to make a bet with Clarion that, you know, or Lucian, whoever one has got the copper, uh, that he is going to, you know, come back up with a, uh, without a... Without a head? What do you mean come back? Without, without a head, I don't know. He's going to stick down there just to take a look around. He just wants to take a look around. Oh, man. I don't want to do that. S say Are you that sure? S sure, I'm sure. Sorry, excuse me. Say that one more time. What are you, what are you doing? 
I'm gonna have uh, Brent hang me up by my feet and then like kind of dip me in the hole. Okay. Uh, you know, like bob me in the hole a little bit. Yeah. And then I'm gonna scream down there that you know something. I grab my dagger and I start carving. Here lies Flavin <laughs> on the um, other side of the tombstone. So as he dips you down into it. And judging by that, that hunk of meat that you threw down and it just kind of floated, you do the opposite. You gain uh, gravity. Like gravity now takes a hold of you and you you fall down to the ground and your whole world kind of like now your view kind of centers back up and you're laying down on the, on the ground and you see nothing but rows and rows of headstones. There's a couple uh, mausoleum buildings in the background. Uh, very dark skies, lightning crashing around you. You can see some distant things floating in the air. Am I still alive? You're still alive. That's you're, clarion wind is <laughs> you're, you, you are you are being you can feel the the um, the the hanging on of Brent hanging on to your legs as you are there. Uh, but you do f- feel Brent him kind of slipping out of your grip very slowly. Oh, oh. So then I just like tap somewhere, you know, to like, you know, give the, 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 yeah, the you, predetermined to like, get me the hell out of here. You uh, wiggle sorry. your toes. Um, yeah. All right. All right. Um, back up. Hopefully. As you are beginning to be pulled up, you hear these muffled footsteps crunching the, the kind of deadened grass that is around. And you see two... Uh, white hands that are bones are just the skin is so dried grab you I'm going to need a strength check from Brent to pull you out then I see he's doing that I say do you have a minute to talk about (laughs) not a saving Uh, just a strength check straight strength oh no no, can I give him inspiration before we uh, um this is happening so fast that you wouldn't have time to react. You're kind of caught off guard by the grabbing of your arms. And as you look up, you see this ghostly, just undead face. Um, let's, uh, I, I got something to share it for you. I can share this, uh, show it to everyone. Oh, you see that creature, this thing grabbing and pulling you in and Brent, you lose grip. And Flavin, you are Flavin. You are now sucked into the shadow fell. Sure. Yep. And as soon as that happens, I'm like, well, it's been fun, guys. I guess I'm going on another adventure. And I jump in after him. Oh, Oh, shit. Uh, Yeah, you jump in. You see that. Oh, man. I'm going to say, Brent, when we rescue Flavin, you punch him. Okay. And then I will jump in the hole too. <laughs> All right, uh, Dynamo, Brent, what are you two doing? I'm looking at Dynamo. I feel like we must complete our mission in some capacity. The other three might not return soon. Do you wish to follow them? Are Are you good to get back to Candlekeep alone to report back what we found? Part of my. Um, Part of my wiring is saying to complete the mission. The other part says we must all return together, alive. Alright, so we're going after them? My dear friends. <laughs> I believe so. 
Okay. And uh, Dynamo will jump in as well. Right with him. <laughs> all right. So as you all slump in to this uh, this plane, light is coming up in in the normal plane. I don't know what it is. Does is there a name? In the plane you were once on, you as you're material jumping in plane. material plane, Brent and Dynamo, you see the sun starting to rise. And as you jump in, that portal behind you closes and you can no longer see the uh, the entrance back to the material plane. Uh, seeming like there is, a, there is a time frame in which that gate is actually open. And again, you see th- just miles of tombstones and mausoleums. And that, that, uh, that ghostly figure has uh, Flavin kind of in his grasp. And you're all standing there staring and we are immediately in initiative we pre-rolled ladies and gentlemen we pre-rolled initiative for the team for the whole group we all clicked our tokens first and we rolled and we're going to dive right in so flavin that leads us to you you rolled the highest in initiative so you get to go first well of course i did because i always charge into battle that's just what that's just what uh, flavin does right so he is going to look at this uh, Michael Jackson creature, right? And says, I regret to tell you, but your uncle is dead, right? That's why we really came down here before, because we were trying to find this guy. But then he's going to cast Thunder Wave to try to maybe scoot him back a little bit. All right. Uh, I am all for that. Let's. So that's a, a save on his part, yeah? Yeah, it's a constitution save and throw a 13er. 13 okay, is. all right, here he goes. <laughs> so that's a 16 he's got a pretty decent con uh but he's able to uh he still takes half damage though yeah yeah he takes half damage okay. yes a wonderful wonderful <laughs> three on that damage i'm really starting out strong <laughs> so this is rough folks so uh yeah he rolled a 16 on his save and you rolled a three on your damage he's gonna take half that we'll round up we'll round up I mean, yeah. his hair uh, probably blew back. I'm... Yeah, uh, yeah, and he the lustrous hair he's got there. Yeah. All right, so he he does take Fair. that uh, thunder, thunder wave because he's worth it. But he he holds and digs his heels in a little bit longer. And I do want to pause and say I didn't even mention this at the top of the stream, but Terra Billy Jean was ready with it. Uh, we do have donations um, that you can you can donate to help help <laughs> to adjust the game let's say that it's not always a help uh but there are different tables that you can uh donate to two dollars is going to get you to uh a, a smaller effect in the game probably going to do just one player there's five dollars going to kind of bigger effect and then twenty dollars is going to get some kind of almost a world changing effect in terribility gene donated $30. And I want to oh. say thank you so much, Dara Billie Jean. We have a role that we're going to do. Uh, we'll, kind of, we'll kind of weave it in when it's story appropriate, but I'll make sure we call it out again once we get that uh, resolved. Thank you so much. And I should say, half of that is going to go to ASBCA. Uh, we will, we're kind of getting a big pool together, and then we're going to donate that to ASPCA. 80% of that goes directly to the animals, So, and, and making sure that they are uh, being taken care of. So th- we're trying to do our part and the best we can uh, for Olo. Yeah. Uh, pour yeah, one out. Yeah. Pour R. one R. out. Uh, but thank you again, Terra Billie Jean. Totally appreciate it. Um, so I should have my 
that those tables open. I, you know, let me get one second. Let me get those open. Do we keep our rerolls and stuff from our last game? Uh, did we have some left over? I think I never used my reroll. I don't believe I did. That's right. Your gifted reroll for uh, yeah, that's just right. For you. Yeah. Right. So that's yes, right. Clarion Lucian, you will have a reroll. And we should say there are channel points. Um, if uh, you feel inclined to spend those, you can get our players some re-rolls, some advantage, stuff like that. All right. Uh, thank you again. Okay. Flavin, anything else you'd like to do? Your thunder wave goes off, and you can see the ground start to rumble around his feet, hair starting to billow a little bit, but he just gives you this little smile and a smirk and, and digs his heels in and holds tight. Well, I'm going to hold tight as well, and I want to be a buffer for Dynamo and Brent, right? I want to shield them from any possible danger okay. from uh, Michael Jackson here. <laughs> okay. All is, right. Is he, is he carrying a weapon? Do... Yeah, he he has a longbow strapped to his back. He has a sword that is uh, in its scabbard on his hip. Okay. Neither is um, uh, readied, but they are there present. A tiny little thunder wave pushed it down even further down at the scout. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just really lodged it in there. Uh, <laughs> so that leads us to this gargoyle. There are two gargoyles on this mausoleum that you can see about 30, 40 feet kind of through the mists. Um, they are, you can see their heads just rotating back and forth. And as soon as that thunder wave goes off, kind of pricks their ears up a little bit and they start to crackle in place and start to get up, wings spread out and they start to pick up and uh seeing brent kind of there as the lone prey all by himself it's going to fly oh, over no. to you just <laughs> and it is going to kind of come down and um it's going to claw you and then it's going to bite you so the claw first that's going to be a 19 to hit followed by a bite with a 21 to hit oh man Rolls are looking good for me, bad for you all. <laughs> Do both those hit, Brent? Uh, yeah, it's my armor class, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're AC. Yeah, I'm 13. Okay. Oh, 21 definitely misses. So that's going to be <laughs> seven slashing as it comes down, and it's it, its claws come in and like wrap around your horns, and it kind of gets some of the softer, fleshy material around your the, your skull where your horns come in, and it's just kind of like pricking into you and then we got a bite coming that's another eight piercing as it then oh, reaches gosh. down and grabs the meat of your neck and just begins to rip oh boy and it is it's kind of attached on you you're not grappled or anything but it is it is there in your area that leads us to our friend here seeing you flavin he, that smirk is still there you're in my world now He's going to unsheathe his long sword, grab it with both hands, and he's going to strike um, down upon you. There's one attack. That's a 17 to hit. That hits. Oh, man, and a 10 to hit. And misses. All right, 10 slashing as he cuts across your chest, as getting as much of your torso as he can. And then, well, at least I was able to eloquently dodge the second one. 
you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. You more like fell out of the way after the first one sliced into you. And oh. You, oh yeah. And you're like Makes sense. falling down and you kind of. <laughs> and then he is going to, at this point, bound out of that space. And he lands where that gargoyle was. He just Ta-da! lands on top of that mausoleum, sheathes his uh, longsword. Let me just make sure I could. Yeah. Okay. That leaves us to Draz. Okay. Not one too far. Well, um, that's okay. I'm going to be done pretty quickly. I'm going <laughs> to. That's what she he said. Um. So. <laughs> Dynamo, Brent, and Flavin. I will be casting aid on you. So the three of you now have uh, your maximum hit points go up five and you have five temporary hit points. Solid. Or no, sorry, I read that wrong. Your current hit points go up by five. Okay. Your regular hits, not temporary. (laughs) Um, But we Healed by five hit points? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, well, the, the way it's worded is um, each target's hit point maximum and current hit points increase by five for the duration, which the duration is eight hours. Okay. Nice. Okay, so my maximum is now... Plus five and 32. your... Okay. Okay, and then you gain five. Like yeah, hit and you gain yeah. five. All right, I mm-hmm. like it. I like it. I thought I thought I thought it gave ten pit points for a minute, but it did not. It actually says regular. That's actually kind of better, I think. Yeah, I think so too. Um, and that is everything I'm going to do at okay. the moment. That leads us to Dynamo. All right, he will uh, step up towards uh, this gargoyle next to Brent, and he will say, "Brent, allow me to assist." And then just rear back and try to smack it with his hammer. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's kind of it's like on Brent's horns, just kind of snapping and and trying to now defend you off. Yeah, go ahead, make that attack roll. Please stand still. And he will swing, uh, thirteen to hit. That does not hit. It's able to use its wings to kind of push itself back as you swipe in front of it. Hey, right. gargoyles. That'll be the end of my turn. All right. The other gargoyle begins to jump up, flies over to you, Dynamo. Claw attack. Oh, jeez. That's a 20 to hit. Digging in, and then a bite attack to follow. That's a 10. That's a hell miss. All right, so five slashing as it's now, like, on your, like, connected into your uh, metallic traps and, like, trapezius muscles not not like traps <laughs> <laughs> and it's just kind of connected in there and uh now swinging on you um that leads us to brent i want you to roll a d100 for me brent oh uh all right i'll do it manually all right so you can do so two d10s yeah yeah uh, we're gonna we got something to resolve here well Twelve. A twelve on a D one hundred. Whoa. Oof. I hope, I hope we were looking for low numbers. 
<laughs> yeah, that's right. Way Brent to go. Clutches Low number. his chest and falls over. <laughs> Has a heart attack. Um, Brent would have a heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> so, Brent, as you are there with this um, gargoyle on you, you see coming out of the 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 Shadowfell gate an exact replica of yourself coming out, crawling out. And you have some arcane powers has given you a mirror image of yourself. So for one minute, there is an illusory duplicate of yourself standing right next to you. So the, the duplicates AC equals 10 plus your dex modifier, which I think is two or three. Two. Okay. It's two. Okay. So, it's... okay. so uh, yeah. So its AC will be twelve. Right. Okay. I'm gonna let's see how. Wait. So it can also attack. Is that? I mean, it's... it's it can't attack, but it's more of like an extra defense for yourself. Uh, let me let me finish reading the. Uh... Let's see. We'll put a little melting eye on there. That's your illusory duplicate. So. Um... It moves with you, mimics your actions, shifting position so it's impossible to track which image is real. So as you're kind of now fighting this off, that illusory duplicate gets up, stands next to you, and is now doing the same movements as as you are. Okay, so they're not going to know which one to attack. Is, is yes. Where we are. Okay. Each time a creature targets you with an attack during the spell's duration, roll a d20 to determine whether the attack instead targets your duplicate. Uh, you have one duplicate, so it's got to roll an 11 or higher. And on an 11 or higher, it attacks a duplicate. And your duplicate's AC is 12. So next time you get attacked, make sure okay. uh, we can, we'll roll to resolve the duplicate or not. Okay? Uh, and again, thank you, Tara Billy Jean, for that. I think that's going to help Brent out a little bit as he's been... Uh, Kind of abused right off the bat here. Awesome. Hit, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, Brent, it is your turn. You have a gargoyle on okay. your head. He's on my head. All right. Um, You're not grappled then, or anything. You can move freely and, and es escape yeah. it. It is just kind of there above you. All right. So, I'm going to do an unarmed strike and kind of whack slash throw it off. Okay. All right. So go ahead, uh, roll for the unarmed strike. Holy cow, here for the funsies. Thank you for the uh, the tier one sub for five months already. Hold on, I have a, I have new soundboards. Here we go. This is for here for the funsies. Here we go. There we go. People in Discord couldn't hear it, but all you yeah. at home could hear that. So uh, thank I you. Like I hear it. <laughs> yeah, it's like it was a rally cry. <laughs> all right, Brent, did you roll? Sorry, I was, uh, yeah, 15. I was sleeping. 15 on the gargoyle is a hit. Just hits. Okay. Three. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a one in there on that. Okay, so you're, you're able to get it, and, and as you're grabbing it, you're able to do three damage to it. Um, you don't have two attacks, do you? you you're all level three, I, right? Well, I can do... Um, yeah, I mean, I can do my bonus action. Okay. I don't have... So now that you have it, and you want if you want to do your bonus horn action, um, yeah. Okay. All right. Let me let me. Uh, hammering horns is uh, 
no more than one size larger than me, right? It's, it's not super uh, huge. Is yeah, it, huge? it wouldn't be. These are medium, so yeah, you're good. Um, all right. It, it has to do a strength saving throw Ooh. to, otherwise I push it ten feet. Oh, I like that. Ten feet away. All right, that's an eight for the old gargoyle. I believe that's probably going to be a fail. It's a strength strength saving throw DC twelve. Is that what? Yep. So it so, failed. It rolled yeah. an eight. So you're able to like hook it with your horn and then flick your neck and it it gets pushed. Ten feet. Five, ten. Now. Up to ten feet. Do opportunity attacks happen if it's not if they're forced. Yeah, that's what that's right. It has to be voluntarily moved. Yeah. I like that, but I also hate that rule because I mean Dynamo would have got a nice little side punch in there. But you're able to get this (laughs) off of your head and it goes flying back ten feet. Any damage on the horn, or is it just the the move, uh, the movement is the? No. Okay. I, I, I think it's just pushing it away. Okay. It is off of you though, which I think is good. Anything else, Brent? No, I think that's it. That okay. was my bonus action. Right. So I, I uh, action bonus action. You have movement if you'd like to move, and you are no longer engaged with anybody, so you can move freely to wherever you would like. All right. Maybe I'll um kind of like sidle over here like okay <laughs> behind my behind my shadow uh it kind of oh. it follows you so as you move it yeah i mean you we can okay. we can say it, it it can stay there but as you're moving it's kind of moving with you but if you want to, yeah. to have a little extra buffer there all right clarion lucian your, all right your move. Get the help these guys out i'm gonna move right about here and i'm gonna do produce flame on this gargoyle Ooh. all right Let's go. That's a 10 to hit? I think so, yeah. Yeah, uh, yes. that, that is not going to hit. Well, that's all she wrote, folks. <laughs> <laughs> I, need a, I need a fail sound. I need like a wah wah. That's how the dice is Yeah, so this flame kind of. <laughs> in this new uh, new environment, uh, you're having a hard time maybe really sparking that flame, and it kind of comes out of your hand, but then fizzles out real quick. Um, kind of some of that the difference in uh, atmospheres, I think maybe takes take you around to get used to it. All right, different air. Yeah, different air here. It's damp. Got to make those calculations in my head. All right. Uh, anything else, Clarion Lucian? You have bonus action. You have movement. Uh, I think I'm just going to, I'm just going to stay here. All right. Good. That leads us to Flavin. Flavin. So, uh, yeah, Flavin looks at Brent. Now we got two Brents and, you know, Flavin believes in double negatives. So does that mean that Brent is no longer scared of cats if there's two scared <laughs> of cats? That's that... what he, that's what Flavin's thinking to himself when he sees a second. Are you going to uh, summon a cat? Familiar? <laughs> just, minor just illusion. Just a giant cat. cat from, you know. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so no, I'm going to cast Bane on the two gargoyles and the Michael Jackson oh, creature. Shoot, charisma uh, save. Says, yeah, charisma save. All yeah. right, we'll go with his charisma's not bad, but that's a bad roll. Ooh, so that's a seven for the fella, and we'll go for the the top gargoyle charisma. Oh, their charisma is bad. Uh, that's another seven for the bottom gargoyle. That's 
triple seven, that's like a jackpot if we're rolling slot machines, but seven's Love all it. around. Seven's all around. So that, just seven, means they take... that means that coin falls from the sky right to uh ching ching ding 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 ding. Yeah. That's right. So Bane uh remind me what Bane does. So it's uh, a D4 they subtract from their okay. rolled attack rolls right. or saving throws. Yeah, it's the, the opposite trick. of... Uh, That's right. Yeah, opposite of bless. Nice. Yeah. yeah, and you got them yeah. all. That's pretty good. So I got that little symbol there. Remind me of Bane. All right. And then good? the golden do- uh, coin that falls out of the sky that Drez was mentioning us has uh, in, you know, uh, a cat on it. And it falls right in front of Double Brent there. Yeah. So see what kind of... <laughs> yeah. Wait, just one coin? Just one. It- what? So you're like the in the, <laughs> the the dirt, uh, the cheap casinos. You I know, can't, yeah. if it has a cat on it, the face would be a cat's face, and the tail, of course, would be the butthole with the yeah. tail sticking. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> well, I live in Memphis because, because cats. Because cats. Uh, anything else, uh, Flavin? So is everybody okay with their hit points at this moment, right? You know, we're not like a terribly low or anything. So. Oh yeah, I'm okay. I'm. Oh. <laughs> He's Ooh, looking great, ahead but... to the future. But... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I must have missed something. Sorry about that, Claire. Okay, All yeah, right. that's it. I'll stay here and, and ready my readiness. Okay. Um. Yeah, these gargoyles seeing you back there doing your um your spells. This one's gonna fly up to you going to take uh, an attack and it gets a negative d4 yeah so again uh, bite and a claw so here is for the first one well, it's minus a one off of the bite <laughs> minus a four off the claw so a 16 and a 17 yeah and they would both still hit. oh are we uh, so it's going to be three piercing as the bite comes down and six slashing as the claw digs in well, you know, Flavor's still around. He's not He's not at the precipice yet. Damn it. Uh, Damn it. That's right. I got money. To Brent, me. you're going to get your wish. <laughs> um, here comes a longbow attack. Yes. <laughs> um, so roll a D20 for me. On an 11 or higher, it's going to hit your... It's going to... Well, I, I guess I got to roll the hit door. first. Yeah, because if you get oh. a natural 20, whether or not it's an illusion or not, so it still hits him. No, I think I think you roll first. The, yeah, okay. you roll first. So roll a d20. That is a 12. 12. So it's going to hit your illusory, which has an AC of 12. And that's a 21 to hit and a crit to hit. Oh, um, now, mirror image... Was there hit points attached to it, or does it just go away after it gets hit once? I can't remember. I'll say one million hit points. <laughs> uh, right. It's actually the final boss of the game. Okay, <laughs> if an attack hits a duplicate, the duplicate is destroyed. And I do deflect missiles when it's hitting my duplicate. All right. Do you want... Well, it's going to have two hits. Yeah. So one of them's going to hit and then destroy that duplicate either way. But both of those hits are just he he fired them in quick succession so pew, pew, um dropping your duplicate. Okay. Let's get him out of there. Well, it would have dropped me, so. <laughs> yeah, that let's see what that crit would have been. 
Uh, not too bad. 13 piercing, but. <laughs> not that bad. Not that bad. I mean, I have 17. So. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Draz, your turn. Uh, what's up, TT2KB? How you doing? Hey, what up, baby? <laughs> it's it's happening. Yes. These gargoyles Perfect are time, doing buddy. pretty well. Uh, Draz, it's your turn. What would you like to do? Um, I am going to... I had an idea, then I lost it. No, wait. Okay. Yes, I don't like this gargoyle here. It is way too <laughs> close. So uh, eat shoo, some shoo. magic missiles, Buster. And those are auto hit, so yep. there's three of them at two points each. So two, four, six. Pew, 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 pew. Boom, boom, boom. Who do we appreciate. <laughs> All right, yeah, just pew, 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 getting them. Uh, anything else, Draz? Um, no, that is all I all right. have. Uh, Dynamo. All right, there's I will. Uh, yes, there, there's the the one right next to me, yep. so he will uh, recalibrate his his swinging stance and try to swing at the one that's right in front of him, and bring him down on the head. Uh, fortunately, that is a seven. So Ooh, man. Um, yeah, it's it a, it's kind of like in an awkward situation. Like your neck really isn't built to look back, or, uh, <laughs> it, and you're having kind of a hard time rotating around in your warforged um, self to get a good uh, swing on it. <clears throat> and that's gonna be missed. Any anything else? You it, uh, you're not you're not grappled or anything. You can move. But it is kind of um, in your face. Yeah, I think I I will uh, step around the gargoyle a little bit just to make sure I'm putting myself in between it and uh, uh, Lucian. Okay. All it. right. It's that gargoyle's turn. It is going to bite and claw. 14 and a 6. Oh, yeah. So as you're moving around, it's trying to get at you. And uh, your tactical movements there was enough. All right, Brent. Oh, it's me? Yeah, your turn. All right. Um, I can go in this uh, the square here, right? That's that's just like, that's above us, sort of, right? Uh, No, it's actually like in the ground, but it is kind of like covered over. That's where you came up and through. Yeah. Oh, um, okay. But, but it is closed for the time being so yeah you can stand there all right so i'm gonna just step into here and then um do another unarmed strike on this just gargoyle that's okay. diagonal here and uh murder, murder, murder. hey those of you in chat i'm sorry i i didn't realize i was in the the rp screen we're now in the battle map you can see what we can see I apologize. Oh, no. No, that was well, my bad. Yeah. We've been muted this entire time. Yeah. Oh, jeez. That would have been bad. Uh, no, I was just in the wrong. 14, 14 to hit? You, you pulled a bob on that one. Yeah. 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 Dang it. All the, all the, the bad habits are rubbing off. Uh, 14 does not hit these gargoyles. All right. Can I? Um... These are stout little guys. I mean, have you seen the TV show? Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. I started watching it, it so with good. Disney Plus. Oh, man. Anything else, Brian? Like Tree voice in Oh. <laughs> I know what I'm watching when I go to bed tonight. It's I know what I do. I, <laughs> just listen true. to that man's voice. You can, you yes. can, you can horn him. Yeah. Yeah, I can horn him away, but I could also do an unarmed strike 
as a um as a bonus action. Yep. yep. Try to get so, another purchase in there. Although he's kind of in between all of us. Is that is that a good thing to have him surrounded or is that bad cuz our like our field attacks are going to like um, well, friendly fire. If Lucian Clarion Lucian attacks the one below, he's going to have advantage because he's um flanked Basically. by uh Flava. Okay. So he's right, in a right, decent so... spot for Clarion who's next. So maybe an right, unarmed I'll... strike might be the best to do. Yeah, I'm not going to do the hammering horns. I'm going to do the unarmed strike. So it's just a regular unarmed strike, I think. Okay. 23. Ooh. Yeah, that's 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 going to hit. For 6. Ooh, nice. Uh getting some getting some purchase there on that second one. Mm, I got to do math. Never a good thing. All right. Yeah, so you're able to kind of get a slap in there as uh, your first one misses, uh, leading us to Clarion Lucian. A great man once said, I'm gonna, <laughs> don't fire at the one in front of me. Uh, the, the lower one on the yes. map? Okay, yep. You would have advantage right. as it is flanked by Flavin. Flavin. Ooh, that's a 19 to hit. We'll go ahead and... Right, oh, okay. Yeah, both those. So nineteen to hit, four fire damage. Nice. Now you've got you've got kind of the the feel of the atmosphere, uh, feeling that fire damage a little bit better. Throwing it out there and connecting. Anything else? Um, uh, no, I can't move. So I'm gonna stay here so the other guy. All right. Advantage. Flavin. So what Flavin's gonna do? He's gonna see this gargoyle. You know. Uh, a little bit on fire from Clarion Lucian, so he's going to expertly use his rapier to go into the burn spots of the gargoyle. Nice. 16. That hits. Right. You have advantage. Uh, yeah, so 16. Yep, since you rolled, you got a setup to roll both. Four damage. This one's looking pretty rough. Some of it's starting to uh, break and crumble and fall off onto the ground in front of you. Nice. That's you're, exactly you're, what I wanted. Chipping away at this uh, this gargoyle. Pick one of the little pieces of stem. Uh, is that is that it for you? That's it. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, it is its turn, and it's gonna yeah turn to you again. Oh, wait, I should have got that out Ooh. of there. Ooh. Ooh, and I gotta roll. I gotta roll a d4 to minus off that 18. It don't matter. It's gonna hit okay. anyway. All right. Well, one of those that was a nat one on the bite, but the claw. He's he kind of pushes up and then pushes gets his claws into you for seven slashing all right and so as that happens yeah so yeah as I, as that happens i fall down but then i give my last remaining bardic inspiration to brent as i collapse unconscious on the ground <laughs> in front of him oh no wait did flavin just go down does this count as me getting money <laughs> flavin is down as this the, the bird-like claws of this uh, gargoyle come out and grab his chest and throw it down onto the ground, and you don't see uh, Flavin moving at this point. Leave him down. This is what he wanted. And you, you, hear, <laughs> <laughs> you hear laughing coming from the top of that mausoleum, and this, this white jumps down onto the ground and whips into, this, uh, into that mausoleum, closing the door, the, uh, the porticolis gate behind him. And disappearing. 
DM, I didn't realize that you really meant it was going to be a short stream, and I didn't know that only meant me. <laughs> uh, Draz, that leads us to you. Yeah, I got to throw. When they run, I got to throw um, a couple RIPs in the chat. <laughs> oh. Well, he's not technically dead. He's not dead, but he's uh, a self RIP. He's just on the way. Um, I, I will. Okay. I will say again. Uh, channel points could uh, be used here if you got them. If you're sitting on those channel points waiting for VIP status, come on, help us out. They they could use a reroll here or a D4. You know <laughs> I'm going to just magic missile this mofo again. This time three points at three, so nine, three, six, nine. Oh, to, to this dude right here. Yeah, that's, a, that's enough to drop that one in front of you every missile that hits just tears off a new chunk of stone and i'm gonna nudge down. slavin's body with my foot and say you better get up because you be still owe you a punch <laughs> he owes you money damn if he stays down and that is actually i'm going to then let's just kind of get on the other side of brent here okay because to be honest i have nothing i can do for all right, uh, Dynamo, <laughs> that leads us to you. One gargoyle still there. Sure. Uh, yes, yeah, so Dynamo will uh, reach into a small satchel on his side, pull out a, a small vial-like container, and stick it in just like a, an open slot in his shoulder as it uh, mixes with his other inner fluids. He So he's using his uh, one of his uh, formulas... Uh, he's going to give himself uh, rapidity, Ooh. so his uh, speed increases by 10 feet, uh, but he's going to have disadvantage on intelligence ability check. Um, but as he uh, his body becomes a little bit uh, lighter as he is going to rapidly do a bit of a half circle to the other side of this gargoyle and try to uh, swing the, the maul a bit faster, catch it off guard this time. Okay. Oh, that's uh, it. Aww. Now you got it. Yeah, you, you're yeah. dialed in. Your servos are, uh, you know, clocking it full speed here. Nine damage. So 13 total damage. Nice. Uh, you take a big chunk of this guy out with that one swing of your maul. And I got, let's, uh, London, gifting that sub to Holiday Jacks. <laughs> there we go. Thank you so much. All right, uh, Dynamo, anything Surely else? Really is own money, so, you know. Uh, no. Um, well, I mean, if I could, like, attempt to peer into the, the mausoleum, I'd like to, but uh, if not, that's cool. Boop-a-doop. Um, yeah, you can... Um, you see the portacolis that is dropped in there. Mm -hmm. Pretty dark in there, um, but you do see some uh, a, a shadowed figure moving through there, So, but you can't really see much. Okay. Without a without a proper uh, uh, perception check or getting closer, it is. Do you have dark vision? I do not. Okay, yeah. So it's it's pretty pretty dark. All right, uh, that leads us to that gargoyle. He's just gonna come right back at you. Bite and a claw. That's a twenty. Oh, they got a negative Ooh. four. They got an a. I don't know if it's gonna help. Okay, so a twenty and uh, seventeen. Uh, both will hit. Oh dang. Seven piercing and four slashing damage as bite claws come down on you. That's a, that's a, what is that? An 11 total. Mm -hmm. Math is so hard, guys. Stay in school. <laughs> Stay in school. 
Um, and that's its turn. <laughs> uh, Brent, your turn. All right, I'm going to come in. I don't really know gargoyles, but it sounds like they're made out of stone, and I am carrying a hammer, so <laughs> I'm going to use that as my wep my monk weapon. Um, so I'm going to... I, I mean, if I come in like at a side here, is that going to be better? Yeah, you um, would have advantage on any attack you do because you are flanked by Dynamo. Yeah, so let me come in here and... Uh, kind of push clearing. Do my... What's uh, <laughs> up? Hello? <laughs> my light hammer. <laughs> True. So you have Eight. advantage, so go ahead and roll again. Oh, okay. That's right. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. That's an eight and a six. Not going to do it. All right. Um, I, I, I can still do a... Hammer, so. Yeah, you could do that unarmed... My unarmed strike yeah. bonus action. Yeah. Wow, okay, there so are that, some, some gonna fumble blows. Neck with a... Top. Hammer fist. Nice. Nice. All right, that's that's funny. Nat 20, uh, nat 20 on the unarmed right. strike. Woo. So go ahead and roll the damage and we'll double that. So eight points of bludgeoning coming down on this guy. Very nice. Um, I felt. Oh, why I is it doubled? Because you uh, natural 20, you critted, uh, you critted, oh, you okay. critted okay. it. And so you double all the dice rolls. Uh, I felt bad for you all. So. I, I redeemed two <laughs> re-rolls for you. So there are two re-rolls for the group here. Um, as much as I... I don't know. I, I was going to say as much as I enjoy player PC death. It's, it's not... I don't. It's not the best. But uh, so two re-rolls out there for you. Uh, anything... Death safe. <laughs> That's right. Anything else, um, Brent? Um, no, I kind of like where I'm standing. Okay. I... I like it too. Took him for eight, right? So yeah, and he's looking he's pretty. Humbling, he's looking right? pretty. He's looking rough. He's looking real rough. All right, All right Lucian. All right, third verse, same as the first. <laughs> it's what I do. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You're dialed in now in this uh, shadow realm. Uh, seven. Ah. Ooh, it's looking real, real rough. Not quite enough to take it out, but it is looking real rough. So, uh, bonus action movement, good there. All right. Uh, yeah, good. Flavin. Death save. We do this. You can do it. You got it. I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm just thinking about it here. <laughs> if you need to reroll. <laughs> no, no. The one. That's a fail. So that's two. Is that two fails? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. So that's two fails. So that's right a. At right there is a re-roll in the chat um that's all of the re-rolls <laughs> just you do them all just the one take mine oh. <laughs> all right fail. you you, you have the damage though so it's oh, only one fail instead of two this time okay. oh. uh one re-roll redeemed uh yeah that wow there's some bad Laven wasn't meant to leave Shadowfell, is what we're saying here. <laughs> um, Draz, that leads us to you. Okay. I'm going to run back over to this guy here. <laughs> and let me... I got a plus one, so I'm going to medicine check him for the stabilizing. 
Oh, nice. uh, tw- 20. Yeah, you're able to come in and, and uh, wrap up any, kind of stop any bleeding, kind of get his head rested. Well, uh, yeah, while I'm doing that, I'm mumbling about you should leave your dumb ass here. <laughs> it's all your fault anyways. Uh, and you're yeah. able to, you are stabilized. You're stabilized. So you don't have to make any death saves, but you're not up yet. Uh, Dynamo. All right, now that we've kind of surrounded this gargoyle, he's going to take his time a little bit and then swing at the gargoyle, trying to finish it off. Ooh. Yeah. Love that advantage. Yeah, 18 is going to hit. That's that's enough to do it. Just kind of getting this guy right in the right in the right in the maw of it, just driving him back down to the ground. You see him fall, and you see Brent staring right back at you. He is gone. Anything else, Uh, Dynamo? You got bonus action movement. uh, I will move twenty feet up to the uh, portcullis and uh, see if I can um, see anything inside. Um, well, I, I, you mentioned it was dark, so I'm, I don't really have a light source, but if there's anything else I can see by getting closer. Yeah, you can, you can get the first five, six feet in here. Uh, there's, there's some debris in there, like leaves have kind of rolled in, a um, lot of dust and dirt, just not, not very clean or well taken care of. Uh, looks like it's been here for a while. But you can't really see uh, deeper into there without some sort of light source or going inside. Mm-hmm. Um, um, he'll say to the rest of the party, I don't know what all is in here, but I'd like to take a look. If someone could help me open this door. And he'll kind of step to the side. Okay. That'll be my turn. Perfect. Um, does Bane drop when you hey. fell unconscious? Sure. Is that is that a concentration? It, no, it does. Okay. Yes, right. it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Good to know. All right, uh, Brent, your turn. You saw Dynamo leave, go over to that portacolis, called for some help. Um, uh, we can't leave, right? That thing is closed. Yeah, the uh, the gate is closed. All right. Um. I'll I'll come over here. I'll answer his call for help, and I'll kind of look to everybody else. Like, you know, the the white went in there. Are we gonna? <laughs> I'm gonna follow him in. Um. And uh, I think I could see on the faces of everybody that that we got to finish what we started. So I'm gonna come at this portcullis with my <laughs> with my horns. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Uh, all right. I'm not I mean, unconscious. All right, I go for no, it. No, no, I know my limits. I, Brent knows his limits, so horns are a Minotaur's lockpick. You do see the lever right next to the uh, the the gate there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I go at the lever with my horns. All right. Wait, <laughs> does that not work? Yeah, uh, yeah. So you do if you do want to. There is the like the pull lever that you can lift up and <laughs> portacles goes up. Uh, do you have night vision? Or dark vision, rather. Not that I know of. I don't think so. All right. Yeah, so same kind of dusty interior. Um, It looks to be like a quality mausoleum. It's just kind of worn through time. 
So that was your movement. I'll say it's a free action to open that gate. You have action bonus action if you'd like. Uh, no, I'm too scared to go <laughs> in. Okay. So I'm going to kind of hang. I'm going to kind of back up against the wall, like to the okay. side of the portcullis, and right. kind of wait to see what happens. All right. I like it. Uh, Clarion, Lucian. Uh, Clarion and Lucian do have uh, dark sight. Ooh. And against Lucian's uh, bickering, like Clarion, don't you, don't you do it? Don't go in there by yourself. I'm gonna walk straight in. <laughs> uh, as you walk into this mausoleum, you see a door to the left and right. You see an open door uh, into the the very back, and you see a shadowed figure standing just on the other side of that door, smiling. Well, hi there. Fire! <laughs> Welcome. No fear. Nice. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, yeah, that's going to hit. Well, all right. That's not great. One more. <laughs> uh, just checking, you know, just checking stats here. Hey, okay, so two. Just checking how much health he has. He's dead now. <laughs> uh, two on the fire damage, but again, lighting up that room a little bit in there. And you can see a sarcophagus on the ground that has been shattered uh, in, in different um you know, broken shards of, of wood. Anything else, Clarion Lucian? No, but this is, I feel like this is going to be like the, the, what was it? Cabin, cabin in the woods where like a bunch of monsters <laughs> got come out from my left and right and just burned yeah. the shit out of me. Uh, good. Um, <laughs> don't say that, don't say that since, at all. Don't say. Since there's two minds in one body, they get extra XP when they kill you. Oh no. Oh, that is, that is true. <laughs> All right, that leads us to Flavin. You are stabled, stabilized. Give me, give me a d twenty roll. We'll 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 kind of we'll play loose, fast and loose here with the rules. Oh, oh look at there! That's what I was going for. Um, you're up with one hit point. We'll say no. I was waiting for that nat twenty. That's the time to get it, folks. Let's get those nat twenties in the chat. If if uh, if you got them, just let them fly. Uh, let's get a for that nat twenty. Uh, yeah. So you're up with one hit point. Okay. And so what I'm going to do is going to join my friends in the mausoleum because you know I'm back up. I'm ready for action, right? As so you begin to move. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, it's that's nothing bad. Wrong. You that's... see a mirror image of yourself Ooh. come out come out of where that that gate was. I forgot well, what I was well, using for mirror image. I, I am gonna yell there. after you. At least heal yourself if you can. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. I can do that. So you can have you, you yeah. now have a mirror image, and that is thanks to Terra Billy Jean. Uh, oh, thank you so much. For that. Yeah, I'm gonna cure wounds on myself uh, as my action. Uh, okay. It's a thing. Lingering effects of the uh, the previous donation. Thank you so much. Nice. Thank you so much. That's great. All right. And so what is my uh, better half? What was what, what their... Uh, their AC is 10 plus your dex mod. So whatever that is for you. It's 13, yeah. Okay. Great. All right. So that's what I got. 11. Nice. I guess that'll be my movement or okay. everything that I'm doing. Okay. Boop, boop, boop. Uh, Clarion Lucian. Hi. 
quick succession, two longbows just pew, pew, coming out. Uh, 12 on both of those. That is my armor class. Oh, that's a uh, five piercing and another nine piercing as these two arrows come out of that darkness. Uh, and you, Brent and Dynamo, you can hear them just pelt through that armor that uh, Clarion Lucian, any clothes that he's wearing and just hitting and I getting just some flesh. <laughs> Uh, and he is going to uh, step off to the side. Drax. I don't like this. <laughs> One right. bit. I, I'm going to walk past. I'm probably 30 to here. Kind of look in. All right in there, Lucian. <laughs> what? Yeah, he shot me twice, but he ran away like a punk. <laughs> Lucian, stop antagonizing, or Calarian, stop antagonizing. Shut up. Got this. As long as nothing comes out these two doors. And just... Uh, oh, what the hell. You know what? I'll use Max to dash and join Lucian inside. What up? Welcome to you know, the, the two squishy guys are inside right now. <laughs> yeah, because we don't keep... We, we ain't scared. We ain't scared of no ghost. <laughs> All right. Uh, any... You got that, White. Oh, oh god i'm leaving where's the, where's the door out of here <laughs> anything else dress no that's it that was a good one uh dynamo uh yeah so dynamo will move into the mausoleum uh look to uh lucian clarion and say where is the punk <laughs> i point forward dead or alive good. you're coming with me you will uh Start to move towards the room. Turn to the left. He is here. I have found him. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of back in the corner, and you come in, and he instinctively like puts up his long bow in front of you, kind of snarls at you. Um, That's a great idea. All right, swing them all down on his head. Do a great job, buddy. Uh, <laughs> main eleven, though. Unfortunate. Uh, that is not going to hit. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, he's able to kind of block it and catch you, catch your maul with his uh, longbow there. Anything else, Dynamo? No, that'll be it. All right, Brent. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm going to. How far is it to? Can I hit him from like this doorway here? Or do I have to get all the way? Into uh, the... You can move through a friendly character, so you yeah. could, if you have more movement, you can make it into the room on the other side of Dynamo. I want to, um, but I don't want to save some movement to get back out. So 10. Okay. So that's where those opportunity attacks would come in. If you engage in melee with him, like say you move through dynamo and engage, and then you want to move back out, that white's going to get one attack on you unless, no, you you can't use your bonus action, right? Because I think, I think I have a uh, step of the wind. What is the monk monk thing? Yeah. Step of the wind costs a key. Yeah. Yeah. So if you want to use a key point, you could do that. I'm not sure how much movement you have left. Oh, it's 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 to get you there. So I doubt you would have enough movement to get too far away. I would have 15 left. Um, and it'd take you 10 to get on the other side of Dynamo, leaving you only 5. But step of the wind, I could do a... I could do a dash... I could spend a key point and do a dash, right? Okay. You can, 
you can, but he will still get his attack of opportunity. Still would get the opportunity attack, so yeah. Because you can't disengage and dash with both at the same time. Yeah, but I kind of want to get him... I kind of want to... And um, pardon me for like no no <laughs> trying no, to figure this good. out, but like no. you know this is my one of my first battles, so yeah, I, like uh, I, I, I kind of want to goad him into <laughs> shooting his bow at me. Um, She's be- gonna do that because because I can okay I can I can deflect mm-hmm. missiles, but he yeah, is, let me, let me... he is engaged in melee, so uh, yeah, I I don't know that bow would be his best strategy, even if you're yeah. aggravating him. He does okay. have this. You All right, so I'm going to Warforge. I'm going to come here and uh, and just do a uh, just just do my unarmed strike on okay. him. Then. So are you going to go all the way into the room? You can't really reach him from where you're at. There, that too much of that wall yeah. and door in the way. So you, you can move you can through Dynamo. Your... Yeah. Yep. And get up there. Yeah. Perfect. Um. I have to jump this guy into the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So the, I've used what 20, 25 or uh, five, ten, fifteen, with, twenty, twenty, that... thirty, thirty-five to get there. Where you? Okay. Ish. Oh. Nice. There we go. Tides are turning. Tides are turning. That's a nat twenty. Uh, Come on, not... it's slam. <laughs> Come on. Oh, nice. All right. So that's ten bludgeoning on this guy. I like that. All right. And that's a bonus action. Yeah. Are you slapping or are you horning? <laughs> um, valid question. Horning doesn't yes, really... That is, that is what we're doing. I mean, horning... That's definitely a question you ask when you're in a dungeon, no matter how you... What kind of dungeon you're in. Oh, I'm getting like I mean, uh, Austin Powers. I don't think the... John make you horny, baby. Brandy, baby. Oh, the goring... <laughs> sorry, that's... Sorry, sorry, Brent. Go ahead. I've been a bad influence on you. <laughs> Just ruin this man's entire turn. Just <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you if you spend your key point for step of the wind to dash away, you have to dash because you're out of movement. Yeah, dash will give you that movement to get out if you want to get out. You can't disengage because you don't have any more movement to move away from. Yeah, and and that's so. If gonna... you if you dash. He will get an opportunity attack on you. Well, I have five more, right? Uh, yeah. That was thirty-five. So, so I have five more. Technically, but, you okay. can only get two dynamo spot with that five feet. Each square is five feet. Yeah. You can. But I can go into this corner. other corner. I can. I can. I can yes, go you here. can. You can. Okay. Let me just. Uh, let me just do. Um... <laughs> if you disengage, he won't attack. So, but you'd have to spend I'm, a key point. I'm, I'm really point. mad at this point because <laughs> I saw Flavin go down. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna do flurry of blows on oh, him. That's if yeah, if you're if you're in character and you're mad, that's probably the best best thing for you. So yeah, so key point flurry of blows. Oh, flurry of blows is which is two two unarmed strikes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, make it happen. That's a ten. Into 21. There 21. you go. The 21 hits. There's one reroll left in the chat. If you'd like to reroll that 10. But the, the second one hits uh, doing three damage. No, let's save our reroll right. for okay. when we need it. All right. But, okay, so that... Um, 
flurry of blows. Where was that? Doesn't it do something to him? It hurt. Yes. My open <laughs> hand technique. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, yeah. It, it... Okay, so... You, One you... of the following. Right. Okay, let's redo that. Knocks him prone, pushed up to 15 feet, or can't take a reaction until the end of my next turn. Um, so th that is going to allow you to... So if you if you do the... Knocking him 15 feet is not going to work. Knocking him prone yeah. is okay, but it the only thing with that is he uses half as a, half of his movement to get up. Not really going to help. So I think the best out of those would be the reaction, and then you can move without him being able to attack. His opportunity to attack because his reaction is nullified by your um, open hand or whatever. It's okay. Called. So, yeah, let's do that. that. Sense? It okay. can't take reaction, so I, I can... I can and is there, a, is, there a save, is there a save on his part, or does it just happen with a hit on a flurry? No, the prone is a, a deck save. Okay. The 15 feet is a strength save, and the can't take reaction doesn't say. Okay, so just yeah, so okay, so you're just choosing yeah. that one. Can't take a reaction until the end of his next turn. Nice. The end of my next turn. Okay. All right. Perfect. So you can move freely using your last five feet, uh, getting up into the backing up into that corner. Good. There okay. you go. Yeah. Glad you used your features. Yeah, we talked through it. Good job. All right. That leads us to Clarion and Lucian. All right. My curiosity is going to kill me, but I can't not open this door. <laughs> <laughs> is, so are you opening that door? I can't not not open the door. So <laughs> I have to it. do it. <laughs> All right, uh, we're good here. <laughs> you see another um, a room with a closed sarcophagi. Um, that is in there. Cool. We're just gonna slowly close that door then. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna give the buddy next to me a thumbs up. <laughs> it's empty. We're good. Uh, now, do I have enough movement to get in there to help out? Uh, so you used five to get to where you are. Right. Five, ten, fifteen, twenty to get on the other side of the top side of Dynamo. Two. So I think you do. Yeah. Yeah. It's getting, it's getting packed in that room. Mm -hmm. Nope. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not enough. Just no oxygen back here. in there. It's uh... All right. Flavin, you know? Flavin. Leads us so to all right. So uh, I am overjoyed, or Flavin is overjoyed, that there is a second version of himself. What the world really needs is two of him. That's yeah. that's amazing. Uh, so what does he get to do as far as, like, he's just a he, mirror. He follows you. Are. He follows you. And if you are attacked, we determine which one is going to be hit. Okay. Well, this is going to be very exciting. Uh, I'm going to get to go to here, and that's going to be my turn because all that's right. all I can do. And, yep, he, oops, <laughs> sorry, we both grabbed him. Uh, yeah, and that follows you. Okay. Uh, you do. You can use your action to dash if you'd like and get into the room. Well, hell yeah, I'm going to do that. Like. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, yeah I'm going to, just yep. like Draz did. Yep. Yep. I'm sorry, uh, DMs for moving no, the no. you, I'll, I'll, I didn't know you could actually move it, so I'll let you just, you take care of it. It's all yours now. We're dancing with each other. <laughs> you know, I'm so yeah. <laughs> all right. So you do have a bonus action. I don't know if you have anything you want to do there. Um, yeah, let me just go ahead and do a healing word on myself because it's inevitable that I'm going to like, you know, uh, you know, murder myself again or put myself in murder away. Oh shit. I don't have a healing word anymore. 
I'm sorry. No, that's gonna be fine. I don't need All a bonus right. action. That's okay. <laughs> All right. Um, Flavin and Draz in that room that Clarion just came out of. You do hear a big thud. Not my fault. I just, <laughs> I just face palm my big cool. dragonborn muzzle. Uh, <laughs> it's not my fault. Someone planted that body there. And then you hear some uh, kind of shuffling, and then you hear another thud up against the door. Um, but that is See, all you hear. See, it's going to close the door behind me. See? <laughs> yeah, thank you for all that. Right. That was very nice. Um, Here. Dynamo, in front of you now, he he drops this longbow. And he takes that longsword and slices up across your chest. Doing an old life drain. So you take seven necrotic damage. And and I don't know if Warforge, this will affect a Warforge, but I need a constitution saving throw. Alrighty, one constitution save coming up. Ooh, Ooh, that's an eight. There is a re one reroll left. Go ahead and use it. Go ahead and use it. Uh, sure. I'll go ahead and use the reroll. I mean, you're going to take the seven to cry. <laughs> oh, man. It was worse. It was oh, worse. Uh, <laughs> but so seven points off uh, the maximum hit points on your okay, on your body now. Move. But that's its one move. Oh, man. What's. Yeah, that's it's that's all it can do, really. Um, it is literally in a corner. Yeah. I'm trying to think. We're in a tight spot. It's either you get hit, you get hit by a lighter or you get hit by a metal man. <laughs> All right, Jazz. <laughs> uh, he's he's now kind of looking around, uh, you know, calculating in his head what he's going to do. Draz, that uh, leads us to you. Draz hears the thumping on the door. Are, are these doors have handles, correct? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yep. And I'm taking my spear and I'm shoving it between the handles. <laughs> All right. Uh, give me a give me a strength check. Just to see how well you can kind of wedge it in there, and and this will be an action. Oof, <laughs> that's a that one. Uh, yeah, it's kind of in there. The you got it through the loops of them, but you know, <laughs> right? But you feel good about it. You feel really good, confident. <laughs> sure, I do. <laughs> Anything else, Jazz? Oh, just his traditional, oh dear, oh my. Oh, no. Oh, bother. All right, Dynamo. Reeling from that necrotic damage that's kind of infiltrating your system. Uh, What you want to do? Yes, uh, so he will um, kind of take a step back to collect himself, uh, gripping them all with both of his hands. He's going to try to take a quick side swipe at the white. Okay. Um... Getting a 16 to hit. That hits. Yes, indeedy. Oh, dang. Nice. 15 damage. Wow. Dang. That was some almost max damage there. Uh, 15. Ooh, he's looking rough. And you see... um, You see, like, what it looked to be a fearless creature show fear for the first time. Uh... So confident and uh, looking looking rough. And uh, it 
I believe, so it still can't take reactions, correct? That is true. Good reminder. All right, so I will, uh, after swiping at it, I'm going to take a, a step back briefly to try to better defend myself, regain composure a bit. <laughs> okay. That'll be my turn. All right, Clarion, Lucian. Fire! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. 18's going to hit for sure. Two damage. Aha! Ooh, even better. All right. Yeah, he's looking even more rough, roughly. Anything else, Clarion? Uh, well, we don't have too many places. Actually, I want to shout out, hey, did anything come out of that room I came out of? We good? <laughs> Not good yet. Here. No problem. Not yet. Never mind. Then I'm staying in this room. <laughs> Clarion, you idiot. Right. They're asking but, for you. Excuse uh, me? Yeah, Ava. They're asking Which one? for you. Who? Hey, why did I get skipped? Did you? It's addressed to whom it may concern, and it concerns yeah, you. Oh, is there a reason? I, or was that... No, no, that was my my bad. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry, Brent. Your turn. Yeah. All right. One too many clicks on the old. Can I can I see what what's going on in the other room or? Uh, you see, we can say you definitely saw Draz shove something in that door. Uh, in a brief <laughs> little uh, interaction between <laughs> Clarion and did it, Draz, did it look? Did it look to me that it, he was successful, or did I? Did um, it... from what you could tell, he put a spear in there. Um, okay. Yeah, I mean, you can give me a pers well. You can tell that it seemed all right. Like, yeah, you put this. You know, like putting the, uh, I don't, there's probably a technical name for it, but putting the, the lock down the, the board in front of the door. All right. I am going to, um, I guess I'll come over to this corner. I mean, I, like, I have to be within, like, range to melee him right i mean yeah and you are if, if you're in that square right there but i can't i can't be where i was and, and no, no 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 like 10 feet away unless you have yeah. really long arms. yeah unless you have a reach yeah. a bugbear has a 10 foot reach if uh right you didn't know that um but yeah and i i mean minotaur maybe i don't know but um, yeah you can you can move there through uh clarion and lucian and all right maybe i'll come here by the door because i kind of I, and you can move. You can move away freely as well because his reactions are still gone until the end of your turn. So you can go in, punch, and then you can run all the way out of there if you'd like. Oh, oh! So it's the end of my turn. So I can still yep. do a. I can still. Yep. You can come in. You you. Okay. Hit him. Hit and run. And he. Can't. All right. I'm gonna hit and run. Okay, I'm gonna hit yeah. hit him from here. Okay. With an unarmed strike. I like it. That's going to hit. That's a 15 to hit, yes, and 5 damage. And I could still do my um, bonus action and then get the heck out of there, yep. right? And he's looking real, right. real rough. All right, all right. So I see, I see him starting to suffer, and I... Yeah. And I rear back, and I give him my... Um, Flip him off. <laughs> My, another unarmed strike okay. with my bonus action with my other hand coming in from the other side. And it is a Ooh. 16. That hits. 
roll that. I mean, Thanks. any damage that he literally had one hit point. Uh, yeah, you come in yeah. and you just kind of connect with what little bit of remaining uh, flesh that he has on his body, able to just get it. And he drops to his knees and he kind of just leans and falls into you. He is out. Anything else? You have movement still. I look down at his body. <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of grunt, kind of <laughs> bovine, yeah. kind of cow grunt down at him. And then I come out here to see what the heck yeah. all that thumping was and see if these what, what these guys are up to. Lucius so, made a new friend. So yeah. Right. <laughs> She's um, and then I see Flavin. I'm like, Flavin! <laughs> Flavin, you're back! And there's two of you. Uh, well, it. you know, you know, it, it, was, it was quite the ordeal. And we'll that leads us later. Flavin, it's your turn. All right, so Flavin, it, there's just no way that he is not going to open this door. Knowing that it is, it very, he's very confident and draws his spear in the uh, in the handles there. So he has to open this door because he has other Flavin with him. So of course, there's just double the fun that they're about to have in this adventure in Shadowfell, portal to Hell Demon yeah. world. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you see another room mirroring. Well, you didn't see the other side, but um, sarcophagus in the middle of this room. Lit in so I, yeah, I go in the room. Okay. And then, like, me and other Flavin are going to push as hard as we can on the sarcophagus lid. See, you know, what you Oh, dear God. They're like, maybe there's a well down here with another golden necklace. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's totally not what's there. <laughs> uh, so, coming as you begin to push this, grabbing your arm. Flashing back to when you were pulled into the shadow fell is another ghoulish hand, and it's now like r crawling itself out of the sarcophagus. Uh, we'll say it's a free action to interact with that lid, uh, much like uh, the the gate lever. Close it. <laughs> close it. Close it. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's right. So yeah, can I just like push a lid onto this creature thing? Do I? Can I do if that? If you That's okay, not... you can. It would be an action contested at this point. Um, so you can give me a strength check to uh, put this back on as this ghoul is now trying to get out. Maybe I would just rather hit him with my rapier in the or face down. hit him with the... Yeah, because rapier. there's no way that my terrible... Uh... Yes, the back that's of his head through his nose. That that's exactly what I'm going to do. So in that brief uh, moment where you're trying to decide, do I close this back up or hit him you with great quickness? Uh, you're able to take your rapier out and inflict 10 points of piercing damage. And then now look at other flavors and it's like, this is what we do down here. This is <laughs> this how this is... works. And it kind of lets go of you and gets pushed back into the sarcophagus, but immediately starts to come forward again. Anything else for you? That's I'm just waiting for the inevitable. Um, well, actually, I got 10 more feet. I can just come back, right? I mean, I can do that. Uh, you are in melee with it, so it would get opportunity attack nah. well then i'm gonna stay here and be tough okay. right. uh 10 to hit does that no not no nah. so it's clawing back at you but you have enough of that that lid there still blocking half of the uh the opening of the sarcophagus and yeah it misses um bursting through the other side breaking your spear in half Come stumbling out this other ghoul. Uh, yeah. Seeing Brent there, first thing oh. it sees, uh, 
Jeez, my rolls have gone downhill. Mm-hmm. Seven to hit is not going to do it. No. I mean, not with that attitude. Yeah. <laughs> um, that leads us to dress. Next to you okay. is a stinking mess of a body that is still rotting and very, and very stinky. Step here, and I'm going to scream. And as I scream... <laughs> I am going to let loose with my breath weapon of cold. Oh. Right on this thing. It needs a DC 11 save. And, uh, oh, no, I can't. Never mind. I was going to meta magic it, but it's not a spell. It's, no. no. Okay. Uh, what kind of save? Dex? It's a, yeah. It just says. Okay, let me click on it and see if it gives me. Breath weapon, I think. Yeah, it should be. It should be Dex. Yeah, I would imagine. Dragonborn. Let's see. Uh, what? What? Yeah, they're all Dex unless you're a green or a silver. Or okay. A, or a white. Well, actually, I it is silver. Okay, so cold damage. It's a Constitution save. Oh, Constitution. Yeah, no, uh, white's not saying nothing. Oh, there it is. All no, the rest no. are. Okay, constitution. Oh, yeah, the better of the two for yourself. That's oh, an 11. It means that it still takes half, I believe. Okay. Do you see all my rolls with advantage have been the same? A 10 and a 10, a 7 and a 7, an 11, 11. Has it been the same yeah, all night? I into your computer like 30 minutes ago. Did you? Oh, yeah. Dang it. Yeah. <laughs> There's some weird rolls tonight, guys. Uh, yeah, I've been in your computer. Oh, I didn't roll. Uh, yeah, so let's. Uh, it takes half damage on this cold. Cold. I should call it cold. Oh. Uh, Three. Three uh, and then half, so one. <laughs> uh, we'll, yeah. round, we'll round up. Uh, two damage coming at him. Uh, yeah, okay. Anything else, Draz? Uh, no, yourself. that 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 is everything. <laughs> All right, Dynamo, in you're in that room. You hear some hustle and bustle out in the other room. All right, he will uh, collect himself, uh, take a step, just double check to make sure the the white is motionless on the ground. Yeah, and as you do, like look him over, kind of face down, hands in front of him. You do see a a ring on his hand that kind of catches your eye. Would I be able to uh, kind of take it off of him? Take yeah, off? we could we could say that would be just interacting with the the object there, able to take it mm-hmm. off real quick. All right, so I'll pick that up real quick, stash it away for later. Uh, look through the door, step through. The fun continues, <laughs> and he will sidestep uh, into the corner and then swing for the the creature's head with his maul. Okay. Uh, ooh. Ooh. Nice. I like it. That that actually hits. Stop that. Wow, so what is that? That's gonna be nineteen bludgeoning. And then does he get a whoa. What's a total? So that's like twenty seven? Yeah, he's dead. Yeah, he he gone. Uh just <laughs> he's kind Double of frozen in place a little bit with that breath weapon that came in and you're able to just connect and uh yeah he kind of just splatters uh 
on the faces of Draz and Brent along that wall in the door. And uh, not much left of him with that hip. Nice. <laughs> Rolling the four on the D4, too. That was just, uh, that was nasty. Crazy. Anything else, Dynamore? <laughs> Anything else? All right, uh, Brent. Wiping the blood and guts and ichor off of your face. What would you like to do? All right. So I'm going to wheel around because I heard this door's open, right? Yeah, it's open, and you see uh, Flavin kind of dealing with something. Is the thing out? Can I still try to? It's in the sarcophagus, but. uh... All right. So I got my hammer out now. I'm going to swing my hammer down into the crack between the the lid and the edge of the sarcophagus okay. and try to make as much contact. Well, let, yeah. me, let me get let me get in the room. So I'm I'm in this corner. That's where the that's where he opened it and I'm swinging down through that space down okay. into it, its face if I can. Yeah, the lid is now like this way and then the the ghoul's kind of in that spot right there, but you can still hit him from where you're at. It's just sometimes the token placement, you know, it's got to be in a grid. So, uh, but yeah, you can you can swing down on him. So go ahead. All right. Well, um, Flavin and his thing are the are in this like the same spot pretty much, right? So I could I could I could come into this corner if it makes more sense for the way the lid is. I mean, no, I you you can hit whatever. him from there. I was all right. Whatever. Yeah, okay. it's good. Yeah. Ooh, seventeen. Yeah, that's gonna hit. Four. Okay. All right. And for my bonus. Yeah. I'm going to... <laughs> murder, murder, murder. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just do a... What? I'm just trying to remember what I can do here. I can do another unarmed strike, I think, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, if you have a key, you can do... I think you have one more key point left. If I'm do. not mistaken, you could do a flurry. Um, yeah, I'm not so confident with that, so I'm gonna I'm gonna okay. save my last key point. Okay. And just do the the un- unarmed strike bonus. Ooh, got nice. it. That's a twenty to hit, and that definitely connects. But I only did three. Three damage. Yeah, he's still hanging there barely. Uh, but you're yeah, you just kind of you come down with that fist, and your fist like actually enters its body a little bit through that that oh. flesh. And breaking some of the bones on your way in, and you pull it out, bringing you know strings of uh, sinew and muscle and whatever's left of it in out with you. Uh, anything else, Brent? Um, no, I'm kind of I'm I'm so disgusted that I'm just gonna kind of <laughs> yeah brace um, myself against the sarcophagus. And <laughs> you'd rather be in a room filled with cats. Feel like I'm about to retch. <laughs> Um, Clarion, Lucian, moving to you. You see, um, being in this room now by yourself, you see a um, kind of tucked underneath this broken sarcophagus, you see a a very shiny saddle. Like a horse saddle? Yeah, like a horse saddle. Oh, dude, this is going to be so awesome. Okay, I'm going <laughs> to... Wait... Wait, hold on. Can I do like a magic or like an arcana check on this horse saddle? Yeah, 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 yeah. You can give me an arcana check. Ooh, 18. Um, you, you're you getting some arcane properties here. Uh, something this well made and this kind of cared for um, definitely has something special about it. 
Um, you don't quite know what, but you're getting the vibe. Figure out in a second. How far am I from the door? Solid. <laughs> I'm going to pick up this horse saddle, and I'm going to calmly walk straight past everybody. Hold on. I'll be right back. <laughs> I'm going to, like, I don't know if it's going to be, like, like Darksiders, but I'm going to, like, <laughs> Toss the horse saddle in the air. If a special <laughs> horse comes out of nowhere, I'm going to explode my head. <laughs> uh, as you toss it up in the air and it falls down, it just hits the ground and kind of rocks Aww. itself into place. All right. Well, this is useless. <laughs> Fuck, just walk back to the side. No, no, no. I'll pick it back up. and uh, I don't know what I'm going to do with a special horse saddle, or like a horse saddle, a magical horse saddle, but I'll figure it out. Uh, can I like? Can I use like the rest of my turn to like study this or like attune to it or whatever? Hmm. If I can run yeah. out of this yeah. place, I I'll say with that Arcana check. If you spend this round, um, yeah, we'll see what what comes around next round. Oh, I'll spend both rounds on this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. This is great. Okay. Uh, anything else? No. All right. <laughs> well, excuse me. Hello. What's happening? Uh, uh, <laughs> Flavin. Um, so Flavin is not uh, really knowing that the beautiful, delicious nah, saddle no, just nobody, came into play here. Nobody sees that. You see nothing. All right. All right so, the, so with Brent coming in the room and taking this uh, ghoul down, and you know uh, a lot, I just attack with my rapier. Okay. Oh yeah, that hits. And then I come in down as hard and fast, as strong as I can, in that gooey deliciousness. Yes, you end him. Um, yes. I got other flavor. You know, give them me some compliments yeah. here. Uh, yeah, you're able to cut Double through flavor. this uh, into two, and it falls down into the sarcophagus, uh, much like it was rested there long ago. And then I do just like a quick look as you know, fast as I can. Me and other Flavin are just like digging around, you know, and goo and stuff. See if there's any uh, magic saddles, perhaps, you know, <laughs> spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, no, nothing in there. Nah, a few like little keepsake sake trinkets that were, were laid to rest with this person. But nothing That's really of one. value. Nah, I just take one of the trinkets and put it on Brent's horn if he allows me. Yeah, he does not. Okay, then I'll put it back in the coffee. Flat. <laughs> Knock it off. All right, Dress. Dress is retching in the corner. <laughs> Dress has a sudden uh, uh, urge to shit himself, but he doesn't know why. <laughs> Don't know why either. What? <laughs> it's like, oh, something's not sitting right. Um. Okay, I I will just take the time to look in on... Flavin and Brent, did you done in here? Did 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 you kill it? Yeah, we did some murder. Okay, good. Hey, uh, uh, Cla Clarion, you step in because I think we should close <laughs> the gate and wait here until the portal opens back up. Isn't that going to be like in another day? <laughs> yeah, which is why we're going to be in here and close the gate so nothing now, can get us. Just. To set the scene again, and maybe going back on some of our, our um, skill roles to determine what this portal Shadowfell might be, is yeah, you can tell, like, as you were jumping in, that sun was totally setting on the other side. 
So you can tell, like, you do have to wait for some sort of passing of uh, the sun or the moon to kind of open this back up. And as you recall, when you first entered here, it was just this vast plain of, of tombstones as far as the eye could see and like shambling um, ghouls, much like the two that you found in these in this crypt uh, are just kind of about. So uh, wandering around is going to lead to, you know, some more encounter. Death. <laughs> Death. Death. There's Death. a lot. There's a lot more of them than there are of you. Not without an attitude. <laughs> um, I mean, I just found this whole magical saddle i'm hoping it's a way out of here like outside of the portal but hey we'll, we'll strap it to flavin and we can ride his ass out of here <laughs> flavin get over it. here which flavin yeah uh, i mean yeah let's start with other flavin and see what happens we we can get out of initiative here okay. um this so coming around the side of this um this building, you see this skeletal horse that is armored in in much of its body, missing its saddle, and it kind of gets up next to you, uh, Clarion Lucian, and starts to just kind of hoof the ground a little bit. Oh, guys, don't worry, our Uber's arrived. <laughs> <laughs> and do it? Does it look like aggressive to me, or is it like, hey, I'm waiting for you to put it on uh, the saddle? Yeah, it, it moseyed up to you pretty. Um, slowly and then yeah it's doing the uh the thing he who owns my saddle oh dear yes i'm gonna throw the saddle on <laughs> yeah it's almost uh you know totally accepting of this knowing it's its saddle uh, we'll say with your time spent with it and as you're now kind of harnessing it on there you know that this is uh this saddle does this thing let me open the right one fantastic um you know that this is a saddle of the cavalier, and once you are on this mount with this saddle, you cannot be dismounted against your will if you are conscious. And attack rolls against the mount have disadvantage. Well, all right. So yeah, you you feel invigorated as you're on here. You feel kind of you know uh, pretty pretty powerful. But we are out of initiative. Any... At least we didn't have to fight the skeletal horse. Don't you dare what, touch my horse. What would you like to do? You know you, you have a couple hours uh, before any sort of possibility. I, 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 I advise that we hunker down. Yeah. You know, close the portcullis. Keep everything out. Stay alert in case something else crawls out of these other doors. But, you know, otherwise let's take a breather and keep an eye out and make sure this portal opens when it opens i think that's how the right big is idea. this doorway is it like giant horse size big uh if the horse Can lead the horse in? if the horse kind of ducked down uh it could fit in we'll, we'll solid i'm right, bringing the horse inside guys yeah and just as you are doing that you see kind of in the distance you see some other um nope. uh, these ghouls start to nope. start to approach nope. um, get inside Shut yeah, you see Shut three, four, Shut five gate. just starting to mosey that way. Not in any sort of aggressive pattern, but, you know, something uh, in, in their senses is picking up and they're heading that way. Scully, uh, get inside. <laughs> um, yeah, and it... We, uh... In. Solid. So I'm going to come in here. Have we checked out this other sarcophagus? Uh, you have not. But again, it's much like the other one. Uh, just a couple trinkets... Uh, little uh, heirlooms, 
that were left with this uh, this person. Okay, so but we noticed the the ghouls kind of kind of gathering around. So can I recommend to everybody that we kind of get behind these doors so that they don't look into the portcullis and see us? Oh, isn't the lever that opens the door? There's there's one on each side. Oh, fantastic. Okay. Let's hope they're not smart enough to use it. <laughs> Let's. Uh, yeah, I don't think they are, but yeah, they're um, they they dumb. But um, Brent has a good point, and I'm going to join him in this room. Okay. Yeah. Even though these doors are now broken, but you know, I'm still out of view. Well, we're, yeah, we're, uh, yeah doors doors weren't broken. Your spear broke. <laughs> oh, the spear broke. Uh, okay. Yeah, the doors popped open, and okay. Yeah. Slavin, you owe me a spear. <laughs> and I just look around like, I think I have a spear and get a spear and make a spear. Stick off the ground. And then he's like, oh, maybe I'll go outside right now, see if there's a tree so I can get a spear. And so he goes outside. Slavin. <laughs> uh, and at this point, your mirror image does fade away into nothing. Uh, here today. We had a great tomorrow. time. RIP, poor one um, out. <laughs> he was a rude one. <laughs> Um, as Dynamo kind of backs into this room, he'll close the door behind him, and he'll also pull out the ring that he took off the white, and he's going to look at that, and also the broken pieces of the sarcophagus, try to piece together any information he can gather about the creatures that they've just slain here. Um, after seeing some of the other sarcophagus, sarcophagi in the other two uh, flanking rooms, and then compared to the remnants of this one, you can tell this one has a little bit more quality, a little bit more inlay, uh, gold inlays, and and a little more um, care and, and cost put into it. So you could tell this was the the head of the, the family, whatever family is uh, dead here. Um, you do see uh, in one of the broken pieces, uh, when connected, you see uh, the name Harn, H-A-R-R-N, um, kind of piece together okay and then looking at the um, ring for a bit now uh, you can give me an arcana check if you'd like right Ooh. yeah you know exactly what this is you've seen it before um, some of the warforged have been equipped with these uh, <laughs> way back when this is a ring of jumping and you you saw uh, the the white use it when he leapt on top of the mausoleum earlier in the uh, battle. But this is a ring of jumping. While wearing this ring, you can cast the jump spell from it as a bonus action at will. Uh, but you do have to target yourself. All right. A jumping warforged. <laughs> <laughs> uh, slam dunk on. Yeah, it's like <laughs> you're almost Iron Man. You're almost there. Um, <laughs> so with that. Uh, some hours pass, um, some ghouls start to kind of brush up into the mausoleum, get closer, kind of scratching on the outside. None of them seeming to put together, uh, the lever, they kind of move around. Um, and in the distance, you see that, that gate kind of open up this puff of shadow start to come up and swirl around, um, creating that portal again, knowing that it's open, uh, and so if you're going to go back, now would be the time. Oh, yeah. 
going to hop on the back of Harn and fucking gallop out of there. <laughs> All right, yeah. guys. You hop on the back of Harn. Anybody else uh, following, you jump through the portal one at a time. <laughs> And you get transported back to the the graveyard, another graveyard, back at Brantifax Chalet. Uh, the skeletal warhorse. Now that it no. is on the, um, <laughs> what is the name of the? Why can I not? Material. Material plane. plane. Thank you. Is now back into a uh, a real life flesh and bone oh. horse. It is there back in the very big regal horse, uh, that, that auburn brownish kind of color, uh, still armored, still saddled, but now no longer skeletal. Um, wow. So you have secured the, um, the portal to the shadow fell. Um, are, I assume you're all going to head back to Candlekeep to report um, if, if, if not, let me know. Uh, um, we are heading back, back in time. <laughs> I want to cover the hole or the grave okay. right. where the portal is because, okay. I, you know, I don't want anything coming out. Okay. Yeah, so covering back up the uh, portal just in case um, some other wary traveler makes it this way. Uh, and I'm going to restrain Flavin. <laughs> he's got a shovel now. <laughs> well, he's doing that. <laughs> All right. And you, you kind of clean up, make it look undisturbed. We all stand around and we make Flavin do the digging and reburying. <laughs> you head That's back. Great. Even better. You head back to Candlekeep. Uh, make it there. You you report. report. They are very pleased with you. Um, very pleased with the progress that you have made. You can keep all of the magic items that you have found today. But again, immediately, one of the avowed comes to you. And says, we've got another one. Another, I am on vacation. Another job <laughs> that is going to be needed. Your assistance on. And that's leading us into the adventure number four, which I think Brent and McMastodon, you are in that one. So I think you're the one going to be taking the torch for the uh, the next leg of this adventure. I borrow uh, that ring. <laughs> <laughs> I I would I would be totally accepting of uh, these magic items kind of swapping throughout the party, um, if if you're willing to part with them from your person, um, but let we'll figure that out off stream. But uh, I think this is where we wrap it up tonight. Again, an, an, almost a two-hour combat. Uh, tons of fun. We 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 have a resolution we, here. We you, lived. You lived. I was worried. I was worried. I'm I not going worried. to lie. Uh, those roles were not working out in your favor, but it kind of swapped back over into um, uh, working out for you. So uh, thank you for coming in on a Thursday night and finishing this up. Uh, thank you, everybody in chat, for hanging out with us. Tara Billy Jean, thank you so much for the donation. Uh, those those doggos are going to appreciate it. Um, uh, I can't say enough, but thank you so much for that. Uh, thank you for the gifted sub, London. Thank you. Uh, who else? Here for the funsies. Thank you for resub resubbing for five months. Uh, we truly appreciate it. If you're in podcast YouTube land, come hang out with us on Twitch. Uh, we love interacting with you and having and having that kind of fun, next level fun. But if you're listening to us anywhere, we appreciate it nonetheless. Um, 
what is today? Today's Thursday, Monday, the 31st. We'll be back for that adventure number four of Candle Keep. That one is called The Deep and <laughs> I Can't Remember. That's an interesting Wait, name for an adventure. The Deep I Can't Remember. Um, the Deep and Creeping Darkness, that's Adventure 4. They'll be level four characters. Brent and... Uh, McMastodon will be back for that one. We'll have uh, we'll have some new some new players, some new uh, faces there. Um, so happy to get that going. But again, thank you everybody for hanging out with us. Um, that's it for tonight. Let's uh, let's say good night. That's it. Uh, night everyone. Night. Good night, Gracie. One more time <laughs> for good measure. The trap horn. There we go. I have sound effects. I have to use them. <laughs> all right. Anyways, we'll see you all.